Hey, it's Mike Garofolo, NFL Network, here in the home office, and you are listening to the Raiders Fan Radio Podcast, taking that lighter journey into the dark side with Murph, Swag Jeff, and Michelle. She's got great hair. It's a little pink, it's a little purple, whatever it is. I'll tell you what, if I could grow it, I would sign up for that color today. So listen to her and the entire crew as they give you all the information on the Raiders on the podcast that benefits the One Nation Foundation. It's a great cause. It's a great pod. Tune in. Turn it up. Here it comes. All that Raiders info and takes coming at you right now. Jackpot, baby. Raiders fan radio. Oakland, L.A., Oakland, Vegas, Raider Nation, wherever, forever. You got your old Uncle Mosh and Raiders fan radio from Murph's Man Cave, taking a lighter journey into the dark side. Sit back, put your feet up, pop a top, and enjoy the ride. Here we go! We miss you, we love you, and we'll see you in the Hall of Fame. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing, just win, baby. Listening live to Raiders Fan Radio. Take it away, guys. Why? Thank you, Brent Musburger. What is oh, that? That Raiders? was awesome. Well, that th- was. well thank you. Well, thank you. Thank you. I had to build up enough time for me to take myself <laughs> off a of mute because that's not the way that this thing works. But, uh, anyways, we appreciate you, Raider Nation. Appreciate everybody that's joining us live in the chat room tonight for. Episode number 297 of Raiders Fan Radio. And thank you to all of those of you that are joining us on the audio podcast as well. We appreciate your patronage around here and uh, appreciate you supporting Raiders Fan Radio. We would just ask that uh, while you're in the the building that you just uh, hit the button. Just, just hit the button, nerd. That's, That's all you gotta do. Just put where's the where's the thing? I gotta. It's uh, there you go. Just press the damn button, nerd. Wait. Just press the damn button. Hit the like. Hit the subscribe. Hit the thumbs up. Uh, if you would just do this, uh, us that favor. Uh, if you're an audio podcast listener, uh, hit it over there on the YouTube's. If you're on the YouTube's, then hit it over there on the audio podcast just by searching for Raiders Fan Radio on your favorite podcast service or even internet connected device. Uh, we appreciate that very much because uh, not only does it that obviously we want to amplify what our Show's doing, but most importantly, our show supports our nonprofit foundation, which is the One Nation Foundation. And uh, with your support, it generates a lot of advertising opportunities for us. And we give 100% of that money away to Raiders related charities. So thank you to all of those of you that support the show each and every week. So many amazing folks uh, in there. I'm going to leave it to my best friend and yours to shout out the chat room. But I know that we've already got people uh, jumping in there uh, that are they're, not only are they talking, they're becoming members of Raiders yeah. Fan Radio, yeah. which you can do. And we've got some perks for you. And when you become a member of Raiders Fan Radio, and, and I'll leave that to Michelle to, to talk to us about that, about what goes on there. But most importantly, I don't do this show alone. Uh, so let me go ahead and introduce your co-host for the night. Uh, let's kick it off to my left here at the bar as we're still waiting to get Fan Cave 1.2 done. Uh, and then so if you're on the on the live show watching us, uh, here we are back at the bar again. We'll probably be at the bar for another few more shows at a minimum. Uh, but anyways, uh, so on the left side of the bar, my best friend and yours, 
He is Swag Jeff. He is styling and profiling. What up, Swaggo? Yo, man, I'm fired up to be here. Hey, guys. Uh, we, don't have to, we don't have Hi. to. We, we don't have to go <laughs> Hi, another guys. way. Hey, guys. What if we just turn into a Saturday morning Disney show? PBS. Oh, yeah, we're getting our PBS on. <laughs> Shut up and let me hype up the team. Oh, hey, change the channel. So, well, let's see who's in the chat. I see Vibrator and Paul and Raider Worm and David Are you David sure David. you don't do this show alone? <laughs> Jeez, oh, Pete, because I'm fired up to be here. We don't have to go another weekend without Raider football because Woo! it is back, baby. Oh, let's Raider go. football is back, let's man. Go. Week one is on the horizon. We are fired up. And hey, uh, you know... I know we don't do this show online, but but you know we're gonna we're gonna respect you because uh, someone already pointed out your drip that you got yeah. going on, the badass jersey oh. that you're repping, the uh, yeah, this yeah. old thing, oh that old <laughs> thing, Ab- absolutely, man. So you got the drip, and and I'm rocking I'm rocking Jimmy G tonight, yeah, the Jimmy G shirt, man, because I'm fired up because he's my quarterback and all that. So yes, I'm fired up to be here. And uh, Murph, we don't do this show alone. No, so, no, we don't. So to my left, adorning the uh, bartender spot of the bar. Tonight, please welcome in Michelle Swag. Hey, Michelle. (laughs) Listen, I'm fired up. Football, football, football. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you, man. I'm I'm excited. So I'm going to cover the membership thing real quick. Yes, yes, Um, yes. And I don't have the card because I've sent them all out that I've made. I got to do a new batch for. uh, If you haven't sent me your address, Michelle at Raiders Fan Radio. That is where I, I needed to come there so I can keep everybody's address in order. So if yep. you've sent me your address, your card's on the way. Um, it's for the membership. I think it's $5 a month. Five correct? bucks a month. Five That's bucks it. A month. We got 31 so, members so far. Oh, nice. Nice. So if you join, you get the card. I'm sorry, I don't have it, but um, I'll have it for the next so I can show it for the next one. But get get signed up, man. Get get signed up, and not only do you get the card, which is a, a it's a it's a oh the emojis the emojis Those talk about favorite. the emojis yeah, yeah. So cool. okay so I know let's see who okay I think Vibe posted a bunch of emojis so, yep she did there's some of the coolest emojis that alone to me is worth five dollars a month like for sure I love a good emoji though so that's absolutely awesome. you get you get emojis you get badges yeah uh, you get all kinds of cool and stuff and your name is in green and your name so. is in green and then you get the 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 uh, the, the the card print yeah. there uh, from Michelle and, and each one of those things will be numbered individually mm-hmm. we're only going to do a hundred of them yes. and we've got 31 members so far that's yes. it um so appreciate you and look at it cost you that five bucks but 100 percent that money goes to the one nation foundation yeah. that's it's going straight to the to the foundation in which uh you Raider nation not only did you raise a couple thousand dollars for Raider dad this year you also raised fifteen thousand dollars for the hey! It's insane what you all have done uh, in, in support of this show and most importantly, the One Nation Foundation. And we cannot thank you enough. And so speaking of all those good folks, Swag Jeff, uh, let us know who's in the chat room tonight. Absolutely. We got uh, DJ Lenny Danger, who just became a member tonight. Pineapple, hey, Ron you. the Mater Raider. Uh, Kill Jadis, the Grumpy Raider fan, is in there. Uh, Lee B. <laughs> Paul is in there. Uh, Jay Jackson is in there. Hey, Jay. Uh, just Win Wendy. Um, Raider Bo, who's repping the show from Wichita, Kansas, is nice, in there. Nice, nice, uh, nice. Absolutely. Uh, let's see. Raider Born Rico, our good hey, friend. Is what's there. up, Rico? Yeah, Big Dave is in there. Um, Don't let, talk to Vibrator, please. Hey, leave, hey, leave, hey. leave her yeah. alone. Absolutely. Uh, Mr. Steal Your Girl over there, that's Rico. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Raider Worm is in there. David Daly is in there. Uh, Lalo Meloso's in hey, Lalo? there. 
Uh, let's see. Kevin wins in there. Hey, uh, Kevin. Mr. Wrong's in yeah, there. Yeah, hey, Mr. Uh, Wrong. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Herman Munster's in there. We got the whole crew. That's there. awesome. Yeah, Mr. Wrong. So speaking of Scotland... Uh, yeah. Another guy from Scotland, man. We're hearing a lot from uh, from the Scottish Raider fans mm-hmm. here lately, and uh, we appreciate you all holding it down over there in the UK yes. and Europe abroad. I mean, it's 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 insane. You know, we can look at like our our listener map, uh, and you were even talking about this, Michelle. But when you were sending out those cards, how mm-hmm. they're going in so many different directions yeah, sure. all over the country, yeah. and there's a lot of folks that listen to us in Europe, and so we are so thankful to to all of those of you. It was um, almost a different. It wasn't a different state for each one, but it was. There were so many different states. I was really surprised yeah. when I started going down the address. I was like, wow, this is really cool. That's so cool. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, there's a little a little old show from, uh, you know what I mean, from some folks from California that now do it outside in Nashville, Tennessee, about a team that plays in Las Vegas, Nevada, <laughs> and is listened to globally. Like, that's it's kind of fun. It's perfect. Uh, and, you know, nothing brings us together better than Raider Nation and especially football season. So we've got a lot to talk to um, talk to you about tonight. Uh, for those of you that are new to the show, uh, we spend the time at the top of the show here kind of doing a little bit of housekeeping. But hey, listen, it's freaking football season, man. <laughs> Let's so we're, go. We're going we're gonna to get into this Let's thing. Go. It is time to talk about the Raiders. So, uh, But before we do that, we always like to take our episode number and um, tie that back into something that is significant within Raider Nation. And uh, that uh, duty, <laughs> duty, duty, that duty goes to my best friend in your Swag Jeff. So Swag Jeff, what do we have tonight that's significant about 297? Absolutely. Yeah, like you said, each and every week, our episode number is related back to something significant within Raider Nation. And uh, uh, we're going back on this one. How far are you going back? Way back. As we go a little something like this. Hit it! Hey, absolutely, because we are going back to uh, October 3rd, 1977. Ooh, uh, yeah. nice, yeah, The Raiders nice, nice. played on Monday night, where for so many years they were the kings of the NFL. Damn straight. Yeah, and, uh, and on this particular night, the Raiders broke out for three third-quarter touchdowns, offsetting three stupid-ass Kansas City scores in the second quarter. The Raiders went on to defeat the stupid Chiefs by a score of 37 to 28. That night, the Raiders gained 539 yards from scrimmage, including 297 yards through the air. Nicely done, Swag Jeff. Well, yeah. All right, let's go ahead and get into some contact info, and then we're going to get into some respect. Woo! 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 Hey, Raider Nation! You got your old Uncle Mosh here with, hey, Mosh. with an updated contact Mosh. info. So sit up, zip up, shut, shut up. up, and pay attention. You can call us at 909-345-3346, or as Murph would say, 909-345-3346. How about emailing me? You want to email me? Hey. Email me at show at RaidersFanRadio.com. Or what about reaching out to us on some of that social media stuff Swaggy likes? Try Facebook at Raiders Fan Radio at Podcast. The Twit <laughs> at Twitter at Raiders Fan Radio. Insta something. Instagram at Raiders Fan Radio. The Tiki Tiki Taki Tak. TikTok at Raiders Fan Radio. Or what about the Twitch? Anyway, Twitch at Raiders Fan Radio. At Twitcher. If you don't like that, go to the YouTube. YouTuber. Go to the YouTube. (laughs) YouTube. (laughs) YouTube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio. Oh, my God. If that wasn't enough, if that wasn't enough, go to your podcast provider and search Raiders Fan Radio. 
Holy crap, that was a lot. <laughs> Good. Good. Oh, yep. let's go. We're yep. ready. Let's go. We're let's winning go. week one. <laughs> yeah. we are, that's oh, it. That's, sure. we, we are that was all the yeah. team needed. Hey, that's it. We're 1 0. We did it. Now we're it's time for the Raiders to go yeah. 1-0. Yeah. Absolutely. So, okay, so here at the top of the show, uh, we like to give respect. We don't do shout-outs. We don't do props. There's nothing wrong with those things, nah. but uh, we're Italian. We like to give a little bit of respect. Well, yeah. Murph, Swaggy J, Nation, it's time for a little respect. You know, respect ain't bought. It ain't sold. It ain't demanded. It ain't negotiated. It's earned. And without blowing smoke or giving shameless plugs, we want to say salute and much respect to the following folks. So uh, I want to give respect to a couple of guys today, um, and actually two guys in a show. Uh, first off, I want to give respect to the Raiders Spanish language announcer. Uh, let's give it up to a guy that's really becoming a good friend of the show, man. Let's give it up for Harry Ruiz. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Such a good dude. Love yeah. that guy. Love that guy. And um, so we've gotten to know Harry a little bit, um, starting with the Blitnikoff Foundation last year. Uh, spent a little bit of time with him at the Raider Dad tailgate this year. Yeah. Um, and just kind of uh, been on his show now a couple of times. Just yeah. kind of, you know, trade paint with him on Twitter once in a while. Yeah. Anyway. And you know, and I want, I want you to really like lean in on that, like stopping by and seeing us at Raider Dad, oh, because yeah. oh yeah, Harry Ruiz works for the Raiders, and like, he's getting ready he was to call about a to game. go call a game. Yeah. Comes out of the stadium and comes and pays his respect to Raider Dad. Comes and chops it up with us, with us for a little bit. Like I mean, come on, man. Like yeah. what more do you want? Like such a good dude, such man. a good dude, man. Absolutely. So we just we just respect him for a multitude of reasons. But you know, this past week, like you know. He guys like that that are high profile don't need to give us flowers. Right. Like nope. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like he, and so for him to he just he pops onto the Twitters, they're under the X and says, Hey, I'm just stopping by to to I forget the exact words I'm paraphrasing, but he's basically just like call out Murph and the crew at Raiders fan radio and the and the great work that they're doing, you know, like just su- support these folks. Like that meant a like he didn't have to do that. Right. And he like, and it wasn't even like answering another tweet and being like, oh yeah, these guys are great. He just wanted to make a tweet about yeah. us and like to just, just to, and so I can't respect that enough. Nope. And he doesn't have to do that. And, and so Harry, thank you so much and, 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 and appreciate your friendship and, and, uh, and look forward to seeing you at the Blitnikoff Foundation dinner. Absolutely. Two months from now, guys. Oh, that's Holy wild. Cow, yep. Bananas. We're yes. already here. That we're we're gonna <laughs> and so we're gonna be there. Um, so for those of you that don't know, our One Asia Foundation, our nonprofit, gives money to Raiders-related charities, including the Blitnikoff Foundation. And last year we had the good fortune of not only attending the event, but we got the post up out front and we got to do interviews as various Raider legends and actors like Chris McDonald, Shooter McGavin, are making their way into into the into the dinner. We're going to do that again this year. Uh, so check it out. It's on November 3rd. So if you're not able to get to Vegas to, to be there for the event, keep an eye on, on Raiders Fan Radio. We will have hopefully a live stream 
Um, but you know, internet can be wonky at at some of these places. Well, so it's at a different facility this year. So yeah. so it's at a hotel, which you know we might have a little bit better Wi-Fi service. Might have a little yeah. bit better, yeah. So if we can, we'll go live with it. But at a minimum, we'll record it and then upload it right away, so you can see it. And and just it would only be just like a maybe a few hours delayed at top. Sure. Um, so we'll get that out. So but so keep an eye out there for that. Um, so yeah, just last year, so we had Christopher McDonald. We had Harry was our very first very first it, one. very first interview. Then we had, of course, Fred Bolitnikoff. Then we had Rod Martin, three interceptions in the Super Bowl if you need him. You love <laughs> some Rod love Martin. Dude. Love him. Um, then we had Wayne Mabry, the violator, joined us. Yep. We had George Atkinson, yeah. the hitman, join us, which was amazing. Uh, who am I leaving out? Uh, Lincoln Kennedy, oh, yeah. stalwart yep, left Ken- tackle for the Raiders yep. during our last Super Bowl run. Yep, absolutely. Um, that was amazing. And then we had folks like, you know, oh, yeah, Jim Plunkett and <laughs> Marcus Allen pop over the to the third, table, yeah. say hello, stuff like that. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. it was it was a surreal moment, yeah, a and I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Man. Absolutely. Our buddy Mojo sat in with us for a minute. <sighs> sure. Uh, and so we're going to have so many of our good friends uh, of the show, and, you know, not only just through the show, but just our, our some of our best friends uh, are, are going to be there, and so we can't wait to, to get back to Blitnikoff. But anyways, want to make that about Harry. Much respect to Harry, and look forward to joining him again um, for the Blitnikoff Foundation. All right, one more to get to. I want to give respect to... I gave him respect last week because of his new book release. I'm going to show it to you here. This is our good buddy, Rich Schmelter. Um, He is the author of uh, not only the Raiders Encyclopedia, but this book, The Championship Diary, uh, Super Bowl 18, Los Angeles Raiders versus the Washington Redskins, January 22nd, 1984, by Richard J. Schmelter. And so Rich is a a great author. This book just came out. You can find it on Amazon. Uh, I'll have a link in the show notes if you want to go out and grab your copy of that. I know that Paul already has his copy. Nice. Send us a picture of that. But I want to give Rich respect because he's just fired up his show back here on the network. Flashback. Flashback, man. So this is where Rich goes and he looks at, like we take something significant about the Raiders and tie it to an episode number. Rich takes these significant moments and like digs in like, really detailed, really deep, and they're really great listens. They're all about between 10 and 15 minutes long. I think 18 minutes has been the longest show he's had. Yep. So they're real easy to just kind of pop on and go through, and he'll take something really specific, you know, whether it be a game or it will be about a player or whatever. Uh, one of my favorites is the one he did about Kenny Stabler, um, and he just kind of goes in and talks about Kenny and his life, and and so there's a lot of great, great um, content from Rich. If you want to listen to any of those episodes, just go to Raiders Fan Radio. It's audio only. There is no YouTube. It's audio only. Just go to our, uh, our our podcast feed and scroll back, and you'll find it, and there's flashbacks, and he's going up on... This is now going to be episode number 55, and it will be released right before the Matt Millen episode, and we'll release that right before we release this episode of Raiders Fan Radio, so look for it on your podcast feed, and cannot thank him enough, and we appreciate him very, very much. That is our buddy, Rich Schmelter. All right, let's, uh, hey, I got an idea. Okay. What's that? Let's talk about the Raiders. Oh, Oh, let's do it. Marvel idea. Hey, Raider Nation, this is Max Crosby from the Oakland Raiders. And goes down, and Max Crosby, who forced a fumble last week. You're listening to Murph, Mosh, and Swag Jeff on Raiders Fan Radio. Thank you so much. Just win, baby. Man, I've got certain information, all right? Certain things have come to light, and, you know... Uh, you know, given the nature of all this new shit, you know, it, it, this could be a, a, a lot more uh, 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 complex. I mean, it's not just, it might not be just such a simple, uh, you know? What in God's holy name are you blathering about? 
Well, I'll tell you what I'm blathering about. I've got information, man. New shit has come to light. I'm not going to talk about the, you know, that's kind of a personal situation. And um, as a, you know, we, we've never really gone into, you know, those kind of things. So I'm going to steer away from that. Um, you know, it's a private matter. And, um, you know, you know, if there's something to report on it, then, you know, we'll, we'll do that. But uh, as of right now, no. <clears throat> there's nothing to there's nothing to talk about. No, I, I don't. You know, right now we're going day to day. Uh, so, um, you know, he, he he's not going to be here today. So we'll we'll kind of take it one day at a time. Did it warrant some sort of a talk with the team to kind of a? Yeah, I'm not going to get into this. You know what I mean? So it's a personal situation. It's a private matter. You know, want to talk about the game on Sunday? I'll be excited to talk about the game. Affects the game though, captains and your leaders. Yeah. He's not a captain. Um, so, it, you know, it, it is what it is. Um, like I said, we, we're, we're dealing with it internally. Uh, we've dealt with it, um, but we're not going to. All right. <laughs> this is bananas. So in it case is. you're living under a Raider rock. Uh, <laughs> what in God's holy name was Chandler Jones blathering about? Jeez. <laughs> yes. yeah. All right, so yeah, so Chandler Jones goes on this tire. I'm going to save you guys a total recap of the story because really, I mean, if you're a Raider fan and, you, and you've you pay attention yeah, to social media, yeah, you've seen yeah. it. Um, so I'm just going to kind of give you my theory on what I think happened. I think that first off, I'm going to say this, and then we're going to pass it around because I want to hear from you guys too. First and foremost, as soon as this came out, the first thing that popped, in, popped into my head was, oh, look, something else that everyone's going to freak out about today and none of us are going to be talking about in 48 hours because mm -hmm. it's week one. It's time to talk about the freaking Raiders, Dang. not this off-season bullshitty kind of stuff that seems to get with us. This is far from the severity of an Antonio Brown situation. This wasn't anything that extreme. I think the guy, whether it was drinking or doing other things or whatever, or just, you know, had one of those kind of naps where you wake up and you don't remember <laughs> what your name is or whatever, made his way to the facility, didn't realize it was freaking Labor Day, and shit's closed. Like, and, right. and I think if anything, when I look at Chandler on this, I, I, listen, it's not like a loss of respect or anything like that. I just think in general, it's goofy as shit for people that have things happen to them and they run to social media and bitch about it. Because yes. nine times out of 10 or 99 out of 100 or maybe 999 out of 1,000, it's an emotional take and your emotions don't belong. And I always say like, don't put anything serious in your life on freaking Facebook. Like, save that shit for you and your family and your... Like, if it's right. something, like, for real, like, save that stuff, man, because there's receipts that you got, leave a digital footprint. Yeah. Shit doesn't go away. And look, and us as Raider fans, a lot of us, we just, th like, not thrive necessarily, but feed off of shit like that. I mean, and this is no knock at any of our, our good friends that are other content creators or whatever. People are flocking to their YouTubes and making this a uh, giant thing. And I'm like, this is fuck. This is, oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> but true. Yeah. This is nothing. <laughs> yeah. This is not, this is a non-starter. He got confused on what day it was and went off on a tirade. The end. And now we've already heard Max Crosby come out and say, that we're handling it in house. We got Josh McDaniel say, yeah, we're handling it in house. You said Chandler was just on his whatever, not long ago, yeah. praying hands saying we all good. The, yeah. the reason that Josh McDaniels didn't say much about it, he's protecting Chandler. Uh, yeah. He doesn't want him to he's look like a fool. He's doing Chandler right. a solid and a half. 
He's doing him a solid and a half, you know, and, and and I've seen so many people since this presser came out where they're like, oh, of course, Josh McDaniels isn't saying anything. Why is he being so damn secretive? What would you like for him to say? <laughs> right. Like, you know, th- what, what, what could he say that would make you feel better about this situation at all? It's a crappy situation. I hate it. And, you know, and as Raider Nation... You know, this is so triggering, right? You know, I understand. I mean, yes, sometimes the hot takey stuff that some content creators and stuff like that put out, you're like, ease up, ease up. It's going to be okay. On to Denver. We're on to Denver. We're on it. You know what I mean? But like as Raider Nation, like, you know, and especially after, you know, Chandler Jones does make reference to Antonio Brown. You know, so and yeah. Alden Smith, and Alden Smith. Smith. like those are like, the two guys you want to go to like, advice holy for. Cow. <laughs> what are yeah, we doing? Yeah. He, he, you know, posts this note sheet yeah. that says who his heroes are, which is his brother John Jones, crazy man, Kanye West, okay, <laughs> Antonio Brown, and Alden Smith. Like, okay, like, okay, like this is so triggering for Raider Nation, yeah. right? Well, yeah, I, and I think on a like, I don't want to get like all serious, but the that those like. High raise and rants. That's that felt like a mental break. Like that's what I thought. Thank you for saying that. Scary because I I, and I don't want. Like I said, I don't want to like diagnose the guy. But I had a friend who was bipolar and he had he stopped taking his medic medicine and he went to the post office and demanded his mail because they were keeping his mail from him and like what and then you know start taking his medicine and was like oh what the was that you know what right, was I doing? Right, right. And, and so th- it just felt so like manic like the post post yeah, post, post yeah. like what was josh mcdaniel supposed to say it is not his business to air someone's oh, issues absolutely. i totally agree you know I, so pump the brakes like it also what the hell do you think why do you think you deserve to know what happened. You're a fan. Like, you don't deserve, we don't deserve anything to be aired out for us to decipher and distinguish what we think's going on. They handled it. Right. It might have been something really serious that needed to be addressed. Why do, it, does anybody think they deserve right. an answer? We deserve an answer. Right. right. Like, Abs- why? Absolutely. You well, you know, it was, it was an uncharacteristic thing to happen. You know, we've Sorta. seen. We, well, we. Well, yeah, and and I'll, and I'll let you, and I'll, well, I'll let you touch on okay, it. Okay. Right. You know, but like you know, I, frankly, and I know it was kind of coach speak. Yeah, you know, yeah. d- yeah. during the thing. You know, I'm not. We're not going to talk about. We're not, but like, I really lean into the fact that like McDaniel's handled that about he the did. best I way that he possibly so. could. Yeah. He didn't even want to talk about it. Like, don't ask me. Yeah. Don't ask me. Yeah. We're going to handle this in-house. Like, you know, I mean, this doesn't need to be a public thing. Like, right. are we going to get him the help that he needs? Right. Is he going to, you know, right the ship? Is he going to come and play on right. Sundays? That's what the concern is of the team right now. Yeah. And I understand that he's also a human being. Right. And we got to be concerned about that. But I I mean, I'm telling you, man, I think, you know, when you hear from folks like Josh McDaniels is going to say, we got this. We're going to yeah. handle it internally. Don't you worry about it. Right. When you hear from, from folks like Max Crosby that goes, yeah. Hey, we straight, man. Yeah. You know, um, and then, like you said, you see Chandler Jones come out on Twitter today and go, you know, God is good all the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so, so maybe like the team was like, Hey man, like what's going on? Yeah. We got maybe you. He panicked like, like when he couldn't get in. <laughs> you got, you got us in your corner, bro. Like, yeah. you know, it is what it is. But, but, but t- tell us about that. You know, that this may not be so uncharacteristic. Well, it was funny. So, cause a lot of people were like, oh my gosh, this is, you know, never happened before. Well, it did. And so yeah, yeah. he had, it was about seven years ago in new England and, 
you know, he had an, a, a, basically like not a running on it. Cause I don't want to say that cause that, that would be unfair, but he had an issue and law enforcement was involved and they didn't arrest him, but they, I don't even think they technically took him into custody, but they took him to the, to the hospital oh. to, to be, to be evaluated because he was having this, like you said, Michelle, like it, like, you know, a, a man, yeah, like an episode, like I'll just say episode. that yeah. some sort of an episode. And so, um, you know, listen, and that's where like when once the like initial like what the hell is this kind of wore off immediately, I'm with you, Michelle. I go to the like, oh, shit, I hope he's OK. Yeah. Like, I hope he's not having like something major, some kind of a meltdown or whatever, yeah. because, you know, when you start seeing that kind of stuff and it escalates, that's when people start doing harm to themselves or somebody else. And like and so, listen, I I don't know. And I'm with you. I'm not going to try to sit here. I mean, I'm a freaking dopey ass podcaster in my bonus room with my best friends doing a show about the, my favorite football team. I'm not going to try to speculate on what's going on in someone's personal life. And so because it is such a personal thing, even though it ended up on the internet right. and even yeah. though it's a, it's as a fan, it gets our attention because it's one of the prominent players on our, def, uh, on our defense of our favorite football team. While I understand the response, I understand the level of engagement at the same time. It's like, once it kind of settles, I'm like, all right, like, yeah. I don't, we don't, I don't really want to know. I, it's none of our business nor my business to like, you know what I mean? Like I, it's, it's, I it, it's a personal thing when he's having something, even if it's not, even if it's just an ir, ir, an erratic outburst towards your employer, even that, like yeah. it's, there's not anything deeper that we need to know about it. I don't think. No, I was gonna say, I think too, like for Raider nation as the fans our only references, Antonio Brown to something yeah. similar to this. So obviously like we go back, I think, he apologized after, like, after the first weird thing, Antonio Brown, like, apologized and said he was going to be good, you know? So, we only have that to reference. So, like, I get, like, the sort of the panic, but also, too, I mean, okay, let's see what Tyree Wilson has to offer, you know? Like, if Chandler can't go Sunday. Yeah. Like, yeah. Let's just yeah, see. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Well, up. and, you know, and, it, and, and kind of touching on what you said there, I mean, like, you know, I, I said it was triggering, and it really mm -hmm. is. And, and this is frankly made, like, you know, there's going to be so many hot takes right. that come out of this, right? Yeah. Oh, you know, already I, already I've already seen already a billion of them already. That, you oh, know, that's why the Raiders made the salary the cap move. Right. Oh, my gosh. That's we're going to trade Chandler Jimmy Jones oh, in a yeah. first for Nick Bosa. <laughs> Joey oh, Bosa, okay. who signed today for five years, $170 million, if you Good. need him. Well, yeah. San Francisco, you just take that. You enjoy that. Yeah. Oh, you it is Nick Bosa, not yeah, Joey. Nick, my bad. Sorry. It doesn't matter. My one piece of advice, sleep on it. When you get triggered by something... Sleep on that. That's shit. when I'm. Uh, yeah, Do 100%. couldn't agree more. Hit the internet. There's a lot of times where some shit happens in my life, and I'm like, I'm telling everybody what the. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? Maybe I need to pump the brakes. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Sleep on it. Sleep on it. Then see how you feel the next day. Well, a lot of people in there talk about Barrett Robbins. That was an incredibly sad situation. Oh. What happened with Barrett? Um, and listen, and I'll say this, and then let's move on. But yeah. my last thought about in terms of the competitive side of it, a lot of the folks I think that lash out at the Raiders or Josh McDaniels or whatever entity that they want to blame for Chandler instead of just holding him accountable on his own actions, a lot of those folks are the same ones that go, Chandler Jones sucked last year. Oh. Chandler Jones threw a shutout against the Broncos last year. <laughs> he didn't register a tackle. He didn't register a sack. Right. He didn't register on the stat sheet at all. Yeah. So if you're going to complain about Chandler Jones and his play on the field, and then also at the same time be disrupted by the fact that he may not be around to play, 
come on now. Like, don't play mm-hmm. one lane or the other, man. It's just kind of the way that I look at it. But and, and because on those heels, like like you said, Michelle, Tyree Wilson is there for a reason. Yeah. And Chandler will be a great mentor. And this is all going to be a non-story probably by tomorrow. Yeah, right. But listen, it was happened. It was the new shit that came to light this 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 <laughs> this week. So so we you know we wanted to dig in on it a little bit. But um, anyways, the bottom line, at least for me. Wish Chandler Jones the absolute best. Yes. I hope that this is not an indicator of something else more serious yeah. that's going on in his life. And um, and we all going to move on from it quickly. Mm-hmm. They've moved on from it, everybody. The leaders of the football team, the coaches and management of the football team, and the player himself have all moved on from it. So guess on what? To Denver. We're all imperfect that's and right. shit happens. So yeah. let's yeah. move on from it and focus on the big deal, which is, as you said, the freaking Denver game. Patrick Claybaum with NFL Network here. Hey, folks, I know three things you might like. Do you like football? Do you like the Las Vegas Raiders? Do you like listening to things? I'll add a fourth. Do you like swag? Yes. Well, here we got Swag Jeff, <laughs> Murph, Uncle Mosh. This is Raiders Fan Radio. Hey, I want to uh, yeah. shout out the chat. Please do. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we've got 97 people in here hey. and 33 likes. So oh, hit the hit damn the button, like nerd. Button. Hit the button, man. So we got Wowza in there. We've got uh, Paul Edgerton. We've got Ty Davis. We've got Kill Jadis, the grumpy-ass Raider fan. We've got uh, PSP Raiderettes yeah. in there. Much respect, PSP. Uh, Chuck Raiders in there. Boogie's in there. Uh, let's see, Yoshi's in there, Hooligan Nation's in there, Volker Ball's in there, Ron the Raider, Gary Graham. Uh, let's see, JN is in there, Mr. Los Angeles is in there, Storm. Hey, Mr. Los, that's yeah. Lalo's son. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah, nice, yeah, nice, yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. There you go, Foxy Scorpio, uh, Just Win Wendy's in there. Hey, Wendy. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's see, Lencho's in there, Lencho. Custom Cali Tools is in there, Fabricator Gill hey, is in there. Nice. Absolutely, Julio Elman's in there. Man, we got the whole crew, man. Oh, my man. gosh. Just press the damn button, nerd. Oh, yeah, yeah, just hit that like, hit that subscribe, and we appreciate you all so very, very much in your support of Raiders Fan Radio. Ryan Wrangle is another new name uh, in there. We appreciate you all very, very much. All right, um... So let's get into some of these media uh, comments here. Um, man, this is there's some good stuff this week, y'all. Um, all right, so we're going to- Really s- good stuff this re- week. Really good stuff this week. So for those of you that are uh, unfamiliar with Tyree Wilson and his appearance on Good Morning Football um, over this past <laughs> spring. So prior to the draft, Tyree Wilson goes on to, uh, goes on to GMFB, and they were doing this kind of like mock thing where Kyle Brandt, one of the hosts of the show- um, announces uh, Tyree Wilson as the pick, and you know how like it's very common for players to kind of come across the stage, meet up with the with the commissioner, and give him a big old hug. Well, Tyree Wilson, for those of you that are that haven't seen this, he goes over to give Kyle Brandt a hug, and basically like lifts him up under the armpits. And Kyle <laughs> Brandt is like a former Princeton yeah. running back. He's a big yoked dude. He's not a little fella. Right. Tyree Wilson lifts him up like you lift like, up your like, toddler. Like Simba in the Lion King. Yeah. So he lifts him up and like Kyle's little legs are like, just like, it's the funniest That's damn amazing. thing. But anyway, so they were talking there there, uh, and we're going to get into some schedule predictions and we're going to get into some player predictions here in a minute um, after we get through some of these media bites. But anyways, so they're talking about, they're doing their picks. It's prediction week on Good Morning Football. It's also prediction week for us here at Raiders Fan Radio, and we want to hear yours too, uh, uh, everybody that's in the chat room, uh, when we get rolling on this. But anyways, so the, but they were also talking about who they thought was going to be Defensive Player of the Year, and here's what Kyle Brandt had to say. 
I'm going to go somewhere dramatically different. And Jason, you know, you are a guy who played in the league most recently, mm -hmm. but uh, you are not the member of the table who has taken an NFL hit most recently. That would be me, and that brings us to our pick. Uh -oh. It is a giant, giant, giant uh, ch chaser of men that had us. <laughs> we are at the table here, and um, we thought he was going to go with the Arizona Cardinals. He was going to get drafted that high. It turns out it was the Las Vegas Raiders, and this is the moment that I knew this would be the defensive rookie of the year. Go ahead. Tyree Wilson, outside linebacker, defensive back, Texas Tech. Yes, he did it. He made it. Give him the. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> my lumbar is in my throat. Oh, that's a powerful man. Holy crap. Oh. That was awesome. That was great. I need a cigarette. Broke a rib. <laughs> that really happened. <laughs> Defensive rookie of the year, Tyree Wilson from the Las Vegas Raiders. He did not go to Arizona at three. He went to the Raiders at seven. Yep. And there's the moment right there when my little baby legs are wrapped around him 20 feet <laughs> off the ground. Peter's running from the table. Jamie's sitting touchdown. Height. I know. I'm both at a natural high. <laughs> Look how high off the ground my bottom is. And then we saw just a little <laughs> so glimpse of place. him on the field. And we're like, oh my gosh, Tyree Wilson is the strong Strongest man of all time. We know about Crosby on the other side. Here he was in the preseason, just showing up and pushing a 350-pounder into the 20th row. Guys, look out. He was he was paid, drafted, and employed to chase Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, Russell Wilson. I think he's going to do it. I think he's going to have double-digit sacks and then some. Mm, I love this double guy. Double-digit sacks. Tyree Wilson of the Las Vegas Raiders, my defensive rookie of the love year. Love it. The Raiders. Ah, there it is, man. Give it up for KB. That was so cool, man. So It's great footage, man. If you haven't seen it, I'm sure you can find the YouTube or Twitters or something like that. Um, but we're going to, again, we're going to do our player predictions uh, in a minute and schedule predictions. Uh, but I, I just, I do want to say this real quick on Tyree Wilson, that, you know, the knock on him obviously was the foot injury. Mm -hmm. But outside of that, you heard them talk about it right there. They thought he was going to go number three overall to the Cardinals. A lot of people had him projected as a number one pick if he wouldn't have been injured. The Raiders absolutely knocked this one out of the park. And anyone that I think that is a little bit of a naysayer, listen, I'm not telling you that he's going to necessarily be defensive rookie of the year. I think there's a good shot at it. Um, but listen, is he, is he going to be the next version of Max Crosby? Is he going to be like, is he going to be even a Greg Townsend for for that matter? We don't know. The jury's still out. He's a, he's a rookie. But I think that to make up your mind now and decide that it was a bust or a overswing or whatever like that, I think it's a mistake. When you have that much truth, and we've talked about this after post-that uh, post Cowboys game in the preseason, when you have that level of power and that level of talent, like, you can, once he Teachable. learns, to, right? Like, yeah. look how much better Max, Max, Max Crosby was great in his rookie year. Look how much better he is now. He could be defensive player of the year for crying right. out loud. So give Tyree Wilson that same runway, man. Well, Let him actually play a handful of games and or a season before we start making up our mind. Absolutely, man. Well, I'm telling you, man, Tyree Wilson, Tyree Wilson is going to be uh, the unsung hero for Max Crosby because mm. the power that that guy has, he's going to push the he's going to push the quarterbacks to Max Crosby's side of the field. Oh, and Max yeah, is yeah. going to eat them up every time, man. Max Crosby could have 20 sacks this year, and 10 of them are going to be the assist from Tyree Wilson, man. <laughs> this dude's the truth, man. He's legit, man. That power that we saw. And yes, I understand that it's a third string, you know, 
tackle that he was facing against the Cowboys. But like picking up a three hundred pound dude, that ain't easy, bro. Weight's no. weight, man. Weight is yeah. weight. Ball man. is ball. And like holy I'm, cow! Yeah, like yeah. he didn't register a sack, but like he was so unbelievably disruptive in his first time on the field since November of last year, man. Yeah. Like whoa. Okay, Jeff, I got a question for you. Okay. Okay. All right. So, and I'm I'm gonna sort of put you on the spot. Okay. Uh, and and if it's and if and I don't want to manufacture an opinion here. Okay, but I want to ask a question because I thought you nailed something last year that was so incredible, not incredibly profound. I'm not going to oversell it, whatever. No, you can say that. <laughs> say it. Stand on Lean it. Lean into Stand that shit, man. Yeah. I thought at the time it was a little bit hot takey, but you crushed it. And the idea was with the Raiders bringing in Devontae Adams, right? the, the ability of, of Darren Waller, Hunter Renfro, all these receiving threats that we had last year, yep. Matt Collins, okay? You said... The one that's going to benefit most is Josh Jacobs. And sure as shit, he was the NFL's leading rusher. So you just made a similar point. Now, again, I'm not trying to, I don't want to force an opinion out of you, but is that if Tyree Wilson is half of what we think that he possibly can be, we all know that Max is going to have a big year anyways. Yep. Like, could we see, like, a 15-plus sack type year? Or is that where you're going with 100%, it? A hundred percent, man. You know, and it's, okay. not, and it's not just Tyree Wilson. It's the pieces that we brought in, just like last year. You know, you bring in Matt Collins. You bring in Devontae Adams. You bring in all these pieces. And Josh Jacobs was there going, okay, gimme, gimme, gimme. I got it, man. So now, this year, you see, you know, Marcus Peters. You see, you know, yes, it's not flashy, but you see uh, uh, Mickey Spillane, you know. Who in voted there. a captain, for crying uh, out loud. Voted a captain, and I've already already seen people this offseason compare Spillane to one uh nobody enjoyed a good Donnybrook. Donny. <laughs> they're they're oh, comparing him to Villapiano already. That's well, cuz of like, 41. Well, yeah, yeah but I mean but, but but also the the hard hit and play on the field too, man. I like like so, you know, so yes, yeah, so I think Max Crosby is just going to eat everyone's lunch this year on behalf of the additions that the Raiders <laughs> made this offseason. Yeah, if anyone else had taken Tyree Wilson, when we did, they would have been, oh, genius move. Oh, oh right, 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 Chess, right, right. not checkers, but because we're the Raiders, it's like, oh, oh I don't know how this is going to play out for them. It's going to play out good. Like, that's, that, Let's I, go. it's going to be good. Let's go. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm fired up for it. I'm yeah. fired up. So, yeah, uh, so good stuff there, and, and look forward to seeing what this young man's going to do mm-hmm. uh, for the Raiders. All right, so, okay, not going not gonna to get overhyped here, okay. but, but okay. that's kind of what we do. It's called Raiders <laughs> Fan Radio, by the way. So, and I loved it. There was somebody that gave us some shit. I don't know, on one of the social medias or whatever. And they're Lame. like, uh, and they were like, oh, these guys look at Raiders with silver and black colored glasses. And, you know, all they do is just like, they talk about the Raiders, how great they're going to be. And they're going to do this. And like, oh, that, like the idea that we're, we're like just positive all the time. I love the ones who think we're paid. Yeah, 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 right, yeah, yeah, right. I wish, shit. <laughs> no um, kidding. But, uh, and, and, you know, and we're not even like, you know, like trying to like, uh, I don't know, lean into getting a paycheck out of right. this thing. Like, yeah. but, but, but listen. We love the Raiders. Hey, I can be bought. Like, I'm not. <laughs> there is a price. There is a price. Like, I, you can buy me. Like, you, 100%. If the Raiders wanted to buy this show, I will shill for their ass. <laughs> but that's not what's going on now. It's as far as it is now, I'm still doing the day job. So, um, anyways. Where was I going with all that? <laughs> I, don't I don't even remember. Oh, so is that so the, the, the person on Twitter was like, Uh-oh. you know, or whatever it was, was giving a shit. But then somebody jumped into our defense and they're like, dude, the name of the show is Raiders Fan Radio. Right. Like, yeah, 
Shocker. Oh, Shocker. you're a Raiders News fan. Flash. No, sorry. Sorry, we're fans of the team. My bad. What color glasses are you wearing? Dude, thank like, you. Uh, come on, man. Like like we've kind of been talking about over the course of the past several weeks, and maybe for years because we're Raiders fan radio. <laughs> this team should bring you happiness, right? It should bring you enjoyment. And yes, there are dramatic things that happen. There are things that you can be frustrated about. You know what I mean? Like we're all married in significant relationships. Yeah. Sometimes our significant other can be frustrating. Sometimes. But my gosh. I'm not. Not you, Valerie. Are. Never. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, yeah, never yeah, yeah. are. Lamont, he's that, talking to you. Absolutely. <laughs> Come on, Lamont. Be better, bro. <laughs> I'm just like, be better, Lamont, damn it. I'm just but, like, but it's like, me. I'm but the problem. Like, for real, though. Like, I mean, like, <laughs> and I understand that, you know, yes, a significant other is not the same as your Raider fandom sure. or anything like that. But, yeah. like, something that, like, is near and dear to all of us. No, the Raiders the piss shield. us off oh, all the time. Yeah, but we should love them no matter or what? Yeah. Like I mean, this well, is like a, this is like a, you know, like for better for worse kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I get it; it's been worse for a long time. <laughs> but like, but what else are we gonna do? Well, and it's and I think there's and then I'll throw it to you, Michelle. I think there's context too, and I kind of went on a different direction with this, but that's whatever. It's a discussion. <laughs> this is do. what we do. Um, I think there's a context to time of year. Mm. Like if you roll the clock back, if go back and listen to some of our shows. From December of last year. <laughs> Go back to when we interviewed Rod Martin and we were like, or not Rod Martin, uh, George Atkinson. Oh. And we were like, hey, George, what would you tell this team if you could? And he'd say, I can't tell you what I would tell this team. <laughs> because we were all pretty pissed off at what the Raiders were doing last year. There wasn't no goggles clogging up our vision for what the Raiders were in 2022. But listen, as of right now, today, we haven't lost 11 games Right? right? Like, so we're going to be optimistic and encourage and look for positives and things until there's a reason not to. And the second that there's a reason not to, you'll hear us bitching and whining too. Yeah, there's a reason I was called the, I'm the F bomb sommelier because <laughs> the Raiders be pissing me off. Like, go back and listen to some of my phone calls and we don't. We don't always have the silver and black glasses on. Like, and, and like you said, depending on the time of the year, it's like a roller coaster. It's like the beginning of the season. Hell yeah, we're about to, woo. You know, we're excited. And then, you know, a couple losses under our belt. We're like, and oh. then, you know, like, I mean, it's, we're not always butterflies and rainbows, but most of the time we are. Because. Tell there's a reason I'm not, not to. Gonna be mi- I'm not going to make myself miserable. Nope. I can't. I just can't. This oh, thing should make us happy. Too many things are making me miserable in life. It's not yeah. going to be the way. <laughs> I'm not going to let them tank my week. They'll tank a few days. I'm not going to lie. If we lose uh, for a couple days, I'm asking myself, what, what could they have done different? Yeah, you know, like, like yeah, that yeah, yeah. even matters me at, but I do ask myself that. But, I mean, shit. This is supposed to be fun. This is fun. This is supposed to this be fun. This is fun, man. Yeah. Well, just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. <laughs> That's what they do. They suck us back they in. Do. And not only just us as Raider fans, but they'll get the media sometimes, too. Will they? Yeah, they do. Yeah, they will. <laughs> and so this guy was a ride or die for us last year oh. and ended up with egg on his face like a lot of us did because we thought the Raiders were going to be AFC championship game contenders last year. Uh, but sure enough, they let us all down, and they let down also one Richard Eisen, if you need him. <laughs> and so let's check in with Rich. He's got, this is about a 10 minute segment uh, that he does on the Raiders. I've got it edited down to just about, about three to four minutes, something like that. Um, but anyways, but, but yeah, pull up a chair, crack a beverage and listen to Rich as uh, the Raiders suck him back in again, just like they do us. I mean, we here. I mean, I feel like, you know, we made it happen. So it ain't our feelings now. I mean, I feel like, like I said, we made it happen. So 
it's a clean slate with me. It was never like really just like, you know, no hate on each side. I understood it. But at the same time, I understood my value too. So it was just about meeting in the middle. <laughs> I was not expecting a bleep immediately. Yeah, that was, uh, <laughs> he came out hot. Ah, <laughs> uh, bleep. We're here. Hey, we're yeah. here, man. <laughs> and I just, I just, I just, I don't know what it is, man. But Tell you what, man. I just don't, I don't know what it is. It's just, I can't, I can't shake the Raiders. Come on, Rich. I can't <laughs> shake them. Yeah. You feeling it? Well, the autumn wind is a pirate. <laughs> and I, I, I understand, you know, they put their, they put their eggs on the, on the pirate ship of Josh McDaniels. They did. And I just can't shake the fact that McDaniels has the quarterback he wants. McDaniels wants this guy. You know? He wanted this guy. He's got him. It's Jimmy G. What if the Jimmy G of, you know, 49ers fame shows up and no rings it around and he knows the offense and this is and he's gonna run it the way McDaniels wants it. And hey Jimmy, just be careful when you throw it between the numbers. Will you please? What if Josh Jacobs, as he said yesterday, is ready to roll and he needs the proverbial one rep to get ready? And the Josh Jacobs, who ran for 1,653 yards, there is, I believe, the photograph we have on the screen for our radio audience, including those listening in the great city of Las Vegas, Nevada, home of this year's Super Bowl. I believe that's the, the game in Seattle where he walked it off or who he ran it off. Remember that in overtime? What if that Josh Jacobs shows up? What if the Devontae Adams of uh, Rogers? Come on, years, Rich. And his success shows up. And his year is not about what's happening and who's walking in his path and what he does to that individual while strolling off fields of games that he was up two touchdowns in and lost. What if? We got to bring a bold shit. They could be the biggest <laughs> what if team again of this year. Dude, you know, Jacoby Myers is not a bad addition. Renfro, Devontae, Josh Jacobs, Jimmy G. They let Waller walk, I know, but I, he's not a McDaniels tight end either, it appears, right? Yep. I think Josh just sent him packing. Yep. It's the, I don't know, they don't want to talk about it. It's the Patriot way being brought to Las Vegas, Nevada. All right, easy with that shit. Yeah. What are you doing? You gonna pick them to make the playoffs? Um, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. I did can't you guys do, do it. Again. You did the West last week I'm when I was burned. Going, I'm burned. <laughs> or they could they could start surprising some teams and put some points on the board. I mean, you know better than most humans how McDaniel's offense, when operated by somebody very good who knows how to do it, knows what the coach wants, knows how the coach can set you up to make quick, let's go decisive throws. Yep. To guys Rich who knows. are schemed open. He sure does. And, you know, this offense has worked. Clearly, I understand who is the one operating it. But with, run, with running backs and wide receivers of far less individual success than Devontae Adams and Josh Jacobs. These are some really talented people. And are you going to pick he's got, the Broncos? He's got, he's, I'll, I'll, be, I'll, I'll just say it. He's got, he's got a small... White receiver in the slot. Okay. 
I don't know if that's what they call it in the offense, but they, they got <laughs> the it. SWR, like that. You're in the slot. Yeah. <laughs> do those China routes that you do so well. Are they going to beat the, you're, not, you're not going to pick them to beat the Broncos, though, are you? Why not? No, I'm, no. A, I'm asking you. Are you going in to pick them? One? Yeah. At Denver, Sean Payton. Russ is leaning is, is Sean, Pay- is Sean Payton, is he, uh, is he suiting up? Is he? <laughs> He's coaching them. All right. This is what I'm talking myself into right now, yes. Let's give it up for Rich Eisen. Rich Eisen. <laughs> I love it. So there's, he makes a lot of points in there. Uh, but uh, I'm gonna throw it to you first, Michelle. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I I thought was great that he that he he lists out there that we've seen this McDaniel's offense do amazing things, like win multiple Super Bowls and championships, right? right? Uh, and he also says, "Yeah, I get it. Tom Brady was running that offense, but the talent we have at skill positions." far exceeds anything mm. that the Patriots ever had. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a really critical point. Obviously, no one's comparing Jimmy Garoppolo to Tom Brady, sure. although we've seen Jimmy Garoppolo be incredibly efficient in this offense. But those outside players, like those people that are his targets, those people he's going to... I mean, it's not even close. Like I, I mean, other than maybe like a Wes Welker or Julian Edelman, outside of those guys, the SWRs, right? Yeah. Aside from those guys, like who would you take out of those Patriot offers? Gronk? Right. I mean, yeah. Gronk's Probably. there, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Like those two yeah. guys, like I think that those guys are comparable. But Devontae Adams, mm. he, ne- he never had a whiteout as good as that. Uh-uh. Nope. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Like so, and Hunter Renfro is every bit as good to me, as at least early in his career, as Wes Welker or mm-hmm. Amendola. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So like when you they never had a running back for sure. James White and freaking even going back to Corey Dillon and those sure. are, none right. of those are on the level yeah. of Josh Jacobs. So I, I that's a I thought a very really good point that no one's talking about except for Rich. Yeah, yeah, and also too like to the Patriot way thing kind of rubs me the wrong way because I feel like one they kind of showed everybody how to do it. You know, like they kind of they did it. It's the blueprint. So it's the blueprint. But I do think that McDaniel's just trying to map out his own path. You know, and I think I can't wait till we get some separation from that. Cause I know like a yeah, lot of the things he's doing, yeah, he's pulling yeah, yeah. from, but that's what he knew. Like what the hell else do you think he's going to do the Vikings way? No. Cause he didn't know that. Like he's, so I can't wait till there's some separation between that. But yeah, like the, the, the people that they've pulled in and the people that they have in place. And I, I know I just said this last week, we are really going to shock some people. I mean, we really are. And yeah. I do think people are starting to see it. And I said last week too, I kind of hate that. I don't like people giving the props because then it's like, oh, as soon as they give us props. Yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. But but I also appreciate that other people see it, you know, see that. Like, it's going to be good. Like, we're not just making the shit up. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Yeah, it's just not like in our heads. We're just like, you know, delusional. It, there's Absolutely. good things happening. Well, and sure. and so I want to give uh, give respect to Lencho in there. He said Randy Moss was pretty good for them. Absolutely, oh, and that's sure, a, yeah, and yeah, that's a great yeah. call out. Um, I think that when you look at like, could you? I mean, Randy Moss a Hall of Famer, right? Well, like yeah. so, and but so is Devonte. So I would right. say that at a minimum, I'd see that it's comparable. But Randy Moss wasn't there long, mm-hmm. and I know that Devonte ultimately won't be with us long either. Yeah. But I think that like that's a that's a very fair comparison. Mm-hmm. Um, but even when I when I think about the core and the group, the entirety of the group, 
I think I don't, I don't. I would still give me. I'll take the Pepsi challenge with this Raider Devante team. Wants to be here too. Well, oh, that's true too. Thank you. But I'll take that. That you know what I mean. And, and that one to one going, you know, down the position list. Mm-hmm. I'll still take our our offensive weapons uh, over them. But um, the other thing in there, and I want to I want to set you up on this one, Jeff. But okay. Uh, but I will preface it with this. I don't want to dig in to make this a, a, a shit on Derek Carr segment. Right. Hey, before you before you please, before you do that, please. I do want to touch on what Michelle said because okay, I, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I understand that that a lot of folks don't like that term yeah. Patriot way. That's what we've heard ever since Josh yeah. McDaniels got here. It's like a slur. It is. It is. Hundred percent. Yeah. It is. Yeah. But like, I really don't like that term, and I understand that that's kind of what it is. But who built the Patriot way? Mm. I understand that. Yes, it was. You know, it was uh, Belichick, it was Brady, but Josh McDaniels was a big part mm-hmm. of that as well. Oh, huge, so, oh, for so sure. like, so Patriot way, maybe it's just the McDaniels, McDaniels way. way. Oh, like, that's a good you know one. I mean? okay. Like, like okay. I don't like, don't bring Patriot shit. Yeah. Don't say that word if, if you're a Raider. Like, this is just the McDaniels way of doing things, which will and eventually be like, the Raiders way. That's and it's amen. Be, yeah. And it, frankly, it's, it's a, a lot of other now. teams now. too. Yeah. It's the Raiders. The NFL is a copycat league, man. There are other teams that are trying. Freaking! You think Vrabel isn't trying to do the Patriot way? Hundred percent. With the Titans, you know what I mean? Like it's 100%. just when you when you get teams like and there's also like there's the Ram way mm. because you don't think that teams are trying to emulate what Sean McVay is doing around the league. There's a reason that all of his freaking coordinators are now head coaches. There it's a you reason go. guys yes. like Mike McDaniel are in. The, you don't think Mike McDaniel is trying to do the McVay way in Miami? Of course he is because yep. they freaking won a championship with that. So yep. like I'm with you on that. And so yeah. I, I think that as Raider fans, a lot of us get in our feelings about that term mm-hmm. because we automatically hate the Patriots because of the tuck rule. Well, get over it, man. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like I'm not, I'll never be over the tuck Talk rule. About a grudge. <laughs> right. I know. I mean, I'll never be over that play, sure. but I'm not mad at Tom Brady. I'm mad at Walt Coleman for a shit call. There you like, go. That's, it has nothing to do with the freaking Patriots it had everything to do with the freaking zebras in that game. Mm-hmm. But anyways, but point being like, I don't have this adverse response to the whole Patriot way thing because like whatever the points you guys just made I don't care what way you want to bring (laughs) just bring a winning winning way way. yes yes that's it just win baby thank you Michelle the end bring a damn winning way that's it okay sorry sorry that's okay that's okay (laughs) dig in on this a little bit and again don't let's not make it about one guy sure but I think that there's a value to what Rich was saying there in terms of buy-in I think so too and I think that there was a uh, the reason that our offense sputtered in the second half of games last year, I know the defense could be better, and save me the tweets that it's all about the defense or whatever. I know the defense sucks. Two things can be true at the same time. Yes. The offense sucked in the second half, and the freaking defense sucked too at times, okay? So I'm not trying to – let's not absolve one thing by having a conversation or making a point about another. But in terms of the buy-in, Josh McDaniels is not the defensive coordinator – He's the offensive coordinator de facto. So it's his offense. Uh, offense is his brainchild. He needs the buy-in from the offensive players. Patrick Graham's job is the defense. So that's it's two different conversations. When you hear that about sending Waller packing, we all know what happened with the other number four. Sure. We all heard, heard this about this buy-in. The value in McDaniels and that one-two get the ball out, the, the timing of it the accountability to the play calling. Talk a little bit about that, about how you think that's going to influence this year versus last year. 
Well, yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, obviously play on the field is first and foremost. If you have guys that are, you know, not bought into what's going on, you have guys that, you know, like to change the play, like to do things their way, all that stuff, that's not going to be an efficient offense, you know. But then you dig even deeper into that, you look at you look at the locker room. You know, when you got, I mean, clearly we saw last year, Josh Jacobs was pissed. And a lot of people kind of just immediately were like, oh, he's pissed at Josh McDaniels. Oh, he's pissed at this. Oh, he's pissed at that. No, I think he was pissed at some of his teammates that they maybe were putting him in adverse situations. They were putting him in positions where he really was kind of having to carry the team on his back. You know, I mean, because some people weren't catching the ball. Some people were checking out of plays, all that stuff, and not just shitting on those two people. But those two guys kind of were the ones that were you know, I'd hate to say that the you know you don't you don't want to put losses on those players, but like it was a big part of that, man. Like so, when you have guys that understand the system that will say, "Yes, coach, I will do what you ask me to do." You know, a guy like Jimmy G, the guy I'm rocking on my chest tonight, man. I'm telling you, man, this may be just what the doctor ordered, man, because this guy, yes, he's not flashy, he's not sexy, you know, on the football field, he is in real life, but. Uh, <laughs> but but man like i mean he i mean this could really be a game changer this could be a real i mean you know yes the quarterback is the most important position in all of professional team sports or anything like that but like everyone was was wanting more everyone was wanting the big flashy name but this is the name we got and i'm telling you man in this offense this regime this team this is exactly, I think, what we needed. And, I mean, and, and to, to now bring in a guy, if Jimmy G can coach up a guy like Aiden O'Connell as well to teach him, hey, this is what coach expects. This is what he needs. This is what you need to do. One, two, ball out. You know, understand this regime. Understand this playbook. Understand how to run it. Like, dude, like, this this could, uh, Jimmy G could be making an impact for the Raiders years and years and years after he's gone. I totally agree, man. And uh, and talk about too. We've also heard Jeff. We've heard about the uh, the the impacts now of Sir Thomas Brady and about his influence sure. over the quarterback room. Not only his influence over. It's funny because now he's you know he's gonna be part owner of the Raiders, right? And so uh, they asked Jimmy about like you know are you still gonna call him Tom or are you gonna call him Mister Brady? And he's like, that's Tom. That's my guy. And and so they we're talking about how Tom is mentoring Jimmy and mentoring Aiden O'Connell. And and I thought about this day one when the talk was about Tom Brady coming in as part owner. He wasn't going to be just limited to being part owner. He's going to have an influence on the players and on the locker room. Couldn't agree like, more. He's going to be a presence. And so, again, having that winning presence, influencing your team, can't be a bad thing. I'm going to say one last thing, too, and then uh, we're going to get into uh, some conversation about the schedule. I think that the the buy-in and that we we know and and we can confirm this that we've heard from folks that there was changes made to the offense on the field by players that put other players in adverse positions. Yes. And it pissed them off. And when you heard stories around locker room and those kinds of things, that's where that stuff was coming from. None of that's going to exist in this version of this offense. Having complete buy-in from the team is incredibly valuable. You know, they, um, I'm a junkie for leadership. That's what my degree's in, and I love studying leadership and how people run organizations. And they say that, like, when you look at leaders, the best leaders craft a vision, right? But if you can't communicate that vision in an effective way and have people embrace your vision, 
It's worthless. You're absolutely worth. So it's important to not to to into in leadership to have that first follower to have those fo- because if if you can share that vision with people and their understanding of it and excited about it, guess what? You as the leader, you can't carry out the vision. Josh McDaniels ain't suiting up. He's dependent on his quarterback first and foremost, and the rest of the offense to here you go, Patriot people do their job. There you go. That's, That's it. what it's all about. That's Just it. do your damn job. Do it the way that we show you how to do it, and we'll all be successful. And that's what position the Raiders are in now. I'm not telling you that certain players are more talented than other or whatever. Those are different conversations. But the group and the personnel that we have now, they are there. They are they're in, and they're going to do their damn job. Now, does that mean we're going to win 10 games? I don't know. But I think that we're going to see a much different version of the Raiders than we've seen in recent times. Well, we're going to see Josh McDaniels' offense for the first time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I don't, I mean, I I even, you know, question, did we see it at all last year? Did we see the real Josh McDaniels' offense? Or was it just like, like with, with that filter? The filter behind, you know, under the filter filter. under center, Uh the filter under center. So now we're going to really see it and I'm fired up for it. I'm ready. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So let's check in with uh, with a good friend of the show. Oh, Uh, a good friend. A good friend of the show. uh, More importantly, well, not more importantly, because we love his friendship, but he's a supporter of the One Nation Foundation and helped us get uh, to that critical number of $15,000 this year. We are thankful to the boy, Will Compton, uh, for his support of the One Nation Foundation. And uh, listen. Okay, we love us some Will. Love some Will. He's all love about the Raiders. Will. He is. Of course he, he is. He is all about the damn Raiders. Once a Raider, always a Raider. That's right. He's one of those guys that last year was all in on the Raiders yeah. and like Rich Eisen and got burned. <laughs> well, Rich Eisen learned his lesson and said, I just don't know if I can go back there again. <laughs> well, here comes the Wolf. Asked about what he thinks is going to happen in the AFC West this year. And let's check in what the boy had to say. The mainstream media is dialed in on the Chiefs losing this year. I don't think they'll win the division. You don't think the Chiefs I, win the division? I think the, the reign is over. Now they might get into the playoffs, but they're not going to win the division. I think this is the year where the Chiefs' kingdom falls. I believe in the Raiders. I believe in Jimmy G. The boys got Josh Jacobs back. And you got to think right now, they don't have Chris Jones in that building in Kansas City. And then without Chris Jones, number one, they're not the greatest defense anyways. But then without Chris Jones, they're abysmal on defense. They need to have Chris Jones. But if they go into the year with not having him, like it's just going to make it that much, it's going to be that much more of a hole. And yeah, they are thinner at receiver than years past. And I do think this is the time where all the hot dogging out there by uh, Patrick Mahomes, it catches up to him. Okay. Couldn't agree more, though. Absolutely. All right. So let me give you just a quick take here, and then we'll hit a break here, Swag Jeff, and then let's get into the schedule talk. Oh, Mr. OG Raider. Hey, uh, OG uh, Raider. Newest member of uh, of Get Made there. We appreciate nice. you, Mr. OG. Send Michelle an email. Yes. Uh, Michelle at RaidersFanRadio.com. And uh, she will send you a uh, one-of-a-kind yeah. block print. And so appreciate you very, very much for that. Um, okay, so I love, like I said, we love Will. Mm-hmm. Of course we do. I don't think the Chiefs are going <laughs> to not win the division. I, I, it's it, They are another world good it, it, Patrick Mahomes and listen you guys are cringing in your seats right now and, and I'm cringing saying it I'm cringing he's on the verge of becoming the greatest passer and or quarterback that this league has ever seen it's bananas how good that guy is 
And, oh, yeah, by the way, it's the most critical position in all of team sports, especially in the NFL. And they've got a great coach. I know that they're going to have lapses on defense. But when you're that good offensively, it just doesn't matter. And, you know, yeah, they're going to be without Kelsey. And I put money on the Lions this week. I am. Lions are winning this week. I hope to shit. They're winning this week. That's the way it's going. But until it's like. Like the Raiders, right? It's like we always say, like, until they give us a reason to not be encouraged or not be, like, we're, we're going to be. Until the Chiefs give us a reason to think that there's, you know, I always think back to the movie Predator and, and Arnold Schwarzenegger's walking through the, the, the forest, right? And he sees the blood on the plant and he goes, if it bleeds, we can kill it. Right? And that's a terrible Arnold Schwarzenegger impression. But the idea yeah, is, good, that, that is that if they show weakness Acceptable. for us to freaking capitalize on, well... What weakness have the Chiefs shown you yet? And that's where I'm like, they lost Tyreek Hill and freaking won the Super Bowl. Like, I so anyways, all that said, this ain't Chiefs fan radio. Will they take a, a step back? I certainly hope so. I hope they take all the steps back. Is this the year the Raiders are going to eclipse the Chiefs and win the division? I don't think so. I think that's still a little bit of a stretch. There's too many things. As much as we just got done professing how much faith we have in McDaniels and the sure. offense and the capability, it's still unproven. So until we start seeing it, then we're going to get into the schedule here in a minute. Yeah. The Raiders have a tough as shit schedule to go through and the Chiefs are the Chiefs. So I don't think this is the year. But we're closing the gap this year. There, I think, is the critical point. Go for uh, it. Yeah, I think we're closing the gap for sure. And we're going to, I've already, I've already written down my, uh, my predictions for the season and it's, and it's a good one. It's a good one, and and if you're if you like the lighter side journey into the dark side, you're gonna like mine. Okay, but but you know, but like like you said, like Chris Jones is a game changer. Like I mean, he's he's one of those guys, kind of like what we talked about. That that you know, do we have it this year with Max? I think so. I think he's gonna close out some games for us this year. But like with Khalil Mack, that guy is just a game changer. Yeah. He will change the entire dynamic of the game, and we may not see number ninety five in the red and stupid yellow. All season long, he might be sitting out. You know what I mean? And so, you know, so yeah, I mean, so when you don't have a guy like that on the field and we can score points, then it becomes those shootout games, you know, like with us and the Chiefs. Like, I think what we We always should have beat them last year. We should have beat them last year. We should have beat them last year. What was that, 30 29 or some stupid score or whatever? Yeah, yeah. And we were up by 17 or whatever. Right. But, and then the second one was a freaking blowout. That wasn't even close. That was ugly as hell. Yeah. yeah, That was after we were already freaking. Yeah. I, I, I think. And first of all, shout out to Will for having the pelotas to oh, say that. Good pull. Like yeah. with this whole chest. Like, but I, I agree with him because I feel like maybe we don't have the offense. We we are we can compete. And if their defense isn't what it's supposed to be, I think our offense can compete. Maybe it's not on the level of their offense. But I think we can still compete. I think we can win the division. Let's go. I think we can. Come on, Michelle. Yep, so yep, I, yep, I'm, yep. Give her I'm applause with Will on that on one. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I'm with Will on that because I, I think we can. And and I do think that Patrick Mahomes can only dance around for so long until somebody just levels his ass for doing it. And, you know, take the penalty or the fine or whatever. Like, Because he gets to – ballerina around the field way too many times where I'm like, why isn't somebody just leveling him? He gets a lot of rope. And I think maybe this year he don't get the rope well, he's used to getting. You know, that's a great point. And, you know, when you look at the way that the Buccaneers beat the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, mm. I think back also to the way that the Broncos beat the Seahawks in the Super mm. Bowl. It was, we're going to go hit Russell Wilson on every play. Yeah. 
doesn't matter if you if if it's a, a a read option and you hand the ball off, you're still getting drilled every single play. And once you drill Russell Wilson enough, even back then, like that was it. He was gone. He was toast. Like that, that was ball game. Same thing with with Patrick Mahomes when they played the the, the Buccaneers. Right. When you get in the backfield and you wreck him, a new, it's Al Davis football. The quarterback must go down. He must go down hard. And mm-hmm. the first, I forget what it, what Al's uh, the exact quote is. Like when the first series or the first three plays or whatever that is. Right. When you do that and you set the tone and you get in their freaking head. So I'm with you, Michelle. Yeah. So if we can get enough pressure up front and get into Patrick's face and start yeah. putting his ass on the ground and Max Crosby's talking that shit and doing everything that he does. And if Travis Kelsey's knee is a little janky, then he's more human than everybody, like everybody else. That's he's not true. some sort of He's a bitch. She's just like <laughs> superhuman phenom Ugh. on the damn field. So maybe he's more level with the rest of with uh, them, you know? Good like, call. Good call. <laughs> All right, Raider Nation. So, yeah, let us know in the chat room what your thoughts are. That. Swag Jeff, shout them out uh, in the chat room, and then let's uh, hit a break and jump into this schedule Absolutely, prediction. man. We, we've got 126 people in hey, here tonight. Yeah, right on. Yeah, Good much call. respect. Uh, Wowza, uh, Matthew Mangus, OG, uh, Mr. OG Raider, uh, Paul Edgerton, Stacy Ruff is in there, Trinidad's in there, Lencho, Ty Davis, uh, CPA Joel's in there, Ron, Emmanuel Chavez is in there. Let's see. Um, like a Big country in there uh let's see foxy scorpio's in there jason six is in there custom cali tools is in there uh michelle sweats in there <laughs> raider worm uh, raider What's worm, up, big worm? yep mr loco Rose raider in there yep oh, uh man. jay jackson's in there man we got the whole crew that's man. awesome m85 joel denning cpa joel what's up oh but if we do beat kansas city oh i want to beat them with their full team. Like, I don't want Kelsey out, you know, and then oh, yeah, 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 yeah. one because Kelsey's out or whatever. I'll, I want everybody there. I'll, I'll take a win however I can get <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Raider Nation? It's your boy, Will Compton. You're listening to Raiders Fan Radio with my boys Murph, Swaggy Jeff, and Uncle Mosh. Tune in because they f***ing put out a banger podcast. All right, so as we jump into this schedule prediction, okay. I, got, I got some I got some interesting numbers for you guys here. So just just starting on week one, I, I found this today. This is fantastic. This is just Josh Jacobs alone. Okay, this is the importance of having Josh Jacobs in our football team in our game one against the freaking stupid donkeys. Okay, <laughs> Josh Jacobs versus the donks. Since entering the league in 2019, running back Josh Jacobs has had more success against the Donkeys than any other team he's faced. Jacobs has helped the Raiders to a 7-0 record in every game he's played against the Donkeys and averages 103 yards, 1.3 touchdowns, and 4.7 yards per carry against Denver. His 721 rushing yards and nine rushing touchdowns are the most for Jacobs against any other opponent Uh, since 2019 when you look at him versus the nfl so i I gave you his numbers against the broncos the next two are the chargers and chiefs obviously because we play them the most so the highest volume but then the colts Bengals, seahawks and texans his 103 rushing yards per game against denver are also the second most by any player in nfl history who has played at least five games against denver so your top five list <clears throat> or excuse me, I'll give you your top 10. Number one, Kurt Warner. Which So Kurt Warner was the old running back for the Seattle Seahawks back in the day. They were in our division in the AFC West. So Kurt Warner had uh, 12 games against the, don- uh, the Donks with a 
Josh Jacobs, number two on the list. Seven games, a 103 uh, per game average. Then listen to the rest of the names on this list. Walter Payton, Corey Dillon, Ryan Matthews, Priest Holmes, Roger Craig, Larry Johnson, Eric Dickerson, and LaDainian Tomlinson. Every time we find these lists, when you talk about <laughs> the efficacy of Josh Jacobs in the running game, he's always on this list. With Walter Payton? Like, Roger Craig? Like Hall of Famers, anyone? LaDainian Tomlinson? Yep. Like, Eric Dickerson? Like, my gosh, man. Like, that's something. This guy's number two on the list in seven games. So, Absolutely impressive what the, the numbers that Josh Jacobs puts up. Absolutely critical uh, to the Raiders winning this first game against the Donkeys. And I'll kick off the discussion for us here. And, and when we start going down the, the list of this game uh, of, of games, um, when we do our schedule prediction and, and chat room, we want to hear from you. I want to know what your guys' thoughts are. Uh, it's hard for me to keep up with the chat during the show, but I always go back and read it. And so I'm, I'm real curious to what your guys' thoughts are uh, when it comes to the Raiders this year. All right. So first game, at Denver, I am so stoked. It is in September, and right. I'm going to be freezing ass cold right. out there. Like, let's 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 get that game out of the way soon. Um, the boys are going to be gassed a little bit. It's hard playing a mile high, but they're in better shape now than they're probably going to be for the rest of the year because it's week one, mm-hmm. right? So they're just a little bit beat up from training camp, but they're not into the throes of the season yet. Um, I think Russ is highly overrated. I've always frankly thought that for the most part this whole idea of him throwing the best deep ball in the league yeah whatever oh give me up so stupid <laughs> and you know i don't think him and sean payton are gelling real well i don't think, I think so either. I, don't either. I don't i think they're the you know mcdaniels and Carr of that like i think they're it wouldn't surprise me if once they're out of the the clutches of that contract if the denver broncos are doing oh, something move different. On from him as soon they're as doing they something different can. And I think that Russ, Russ is one of those guys that we talk about all the time. Like, don't buy into your own hype. I don't think anyone's bought into their own hype more than Russell Wilson. And that's not to disparage his his, his win uh, as a quarterback, but maybe it is because I think the Legion of Boom won that Super Bowl, if you ask me. Um, oh, anyways, 100%. we're not afraid of the Denver Broncos. I, the Las Vegas Raiders have never lost to the Denver Broncos. It's not going to start on Sunday. So give me a W uh, for the Raiders against the Broncos this weekend. Yeah, I I totally agree, man. Yeah, the, the the Broncos they're they're just you know like Devonte Adams says they're just not there yet. They're just not there yet, and and yeah, and we're we're gonna we're gonna take care of business for sure. But I, I mean, I two touchdowns for Josh oh. for a two touchdown. Victory. Oh, two touchdown victory. Oh, oh I got yeah. you. Okay, all right. Yeah, listen, everyone's ready to hear Houston Raiders Steve sing the song. Oh, oh, let's go. go. That's a win. Period. All right. Yep. Love it. Uh, okay, here's where it gets a little little dicey, as okay. the kids say. Uh, Is that what the kids are saying? Kids are calling it dicey. It's dicey. We got to go. Again, I'm thankful for the weather, and I think that if it wasn't for September, this game might get super ugly. But since we're still, t- we're talking about September 17th, going to Orchard Park and playing the Buffalo Bills, but I don't think we got the horsepower, man. The Buffalo Bills are freaking good. Um, they're going to be an AFC championship, you know, uh, contender at a minimum. Uh, you know, Josh Allen is a freaking, you know, af- after Patrick Mahomes, the conversation kind of starts around him and Burrow and these other guys. So, uh, yeah, I, I, unfortunately, I think that's an L for us. No, I said L too. Yeah, I mean, for the same reasons. Yeah, that sadly, 
week two L. All right. So yeah, I got, that, that's I, I got that too. Yeah, I mean that's you know <laughs> we're I, also apologetic. Yeah, well <laughs> you know I mean I mean Josh Allen is a really good regular season quarterback and you know he he hasn't got to week sixteen at that point yet to choke but uh, but you know but but yeah I think you and know, he's fresh and he's fresh and that's he hadn't it. taken he's, the big hits yet all that fresh. stuff you know yeah yeah yep all right so then we got the home opener against the Pittsburgh Squealers. Mm. All right, uh, as my my uncle Murph used to say, uh, you know, nothing like a town named after a frozen block of urine. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that's it. <laughs> uh, you know, this is going to be interesting. Um, I've already heard that the ticket prices for this game are going through the roof. Okay. Sure, not only because it's the home opener, but we know Pittsburgh fan travels well. Mm. For any of those of you that are like, well, "This never happened in Oakland," bullshit. We saw the Oakland Coliseum get taken over by the freaking Steeler fans and their stupid, terrible towels. It just didn't happen often, as often as the, the, the takeovers are happening in Vegas, because no one wants to vacation on Hagenberger Road, right? I mean, like, <laughs> that's no disrespect to Oakland. I freaking grew up in the, in the Coliseum for crying out loud. But here's what I'm telling you is that Vegas is a destination city, and people are going to make their vacations, or they're going to form their vacations around going and watching their favorite team play. And you've got this team that travels incredibly well. But here's the thing. All them some bitches are going to go home unhappy. Yeah. Return their asses back to eastern Pennsylvania. Yep. Pissed off that they just not only did their team lose on the field, but you lost a shit ton of money at the blackjack tables and you can <laughs> F off those stupid goddamn towels and all that shit. Like, I'm just old enough to remember that when this team was our most hated rival. You ask old school guys like Uncle Mosh, my, you know, Uncle Bruz, my Uncle Murph, those guys that for my Raider fan, they all hated the effing Steelers more than anybody because that's who we were playing in the playoffs every year. Yep. That's who was knocking us out of AFC championships. Like, you know, every, like we got this, like I think, misplaced hatred for the Patriots. You should hate the Steelers way more than you hate the Patriots. And we're going to kick their goddamn ass in Las Vegas this year. Let's go. Let's go. Couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. Yep. Yeah, Bring the dub home. Uh, it, it, the home opener. Uh, Raider Nation is going to be fired up. Uh, yes, we are going to see a lot of terrible towels in the freaking crowd. But it's, you know, and what's that? Sunday night football? Is that Sunday night football? Is that, That's how yeah, we open it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so, yeah. Yep, so, yeah, yeah we get yeah, that dub. It's, it's a home opener. I don't it's, care if there are Steelers fans. They're... The team is going to see that, and they're going to they're going to bring it. They're yeah, going to bring a w. it. Absolutely, absolutely. Yep. And uh, uh, so uh, uh, Bart S in there uh, corrected me and said uh, Pittsburgh is in Western Pennsylvania. Details. Yeah. Come on, man. I was on a rant. I don't. It whatever. just it doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. <laughs> Philly, Pittsburgh, whatever. It's all shit up there. There you um, go. No, I'm taking that back. You find people. No disrespect, for <laughs> No disrespect, uh, like fans. The fans. I'm, yeah, 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 Of those yeah, other teams yeah, yeah. that aren't. Do we have any? We don't have any people in Pennsylvania that are Raider fans, do we? Uh, oh. Only Jimmy oh, Zebra. Oh, and freaking eerie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah, and the hometown of Fred Bolitnikoff. So, yes. That's true. Uh, so, that is, that is true. So, yeah, no disrespect to Pennsylvania. Just to uh, Steelers fans and, yep, and the Eagles, all disrespect and Eagles to them. fans. Yes. yes, all the disrespect to them. <laughs> uh, all right, so here we go. Um, so, next up, at Los Angeles Chargers. And that's a home game. So, um, right. you know what I mean? Again, we're not afraid of the division. And I think, as per usual, this team is incredibly overhyped. Justin Bear and all them other idiots over there, Keenan Allen and, 
The coach. Uh, what, Barbecue chicken. Coach. The coach. Freaking Idiot. stupid Brandon Idiot. Staley. Oh, let's yeah. go for it on our own 20-yard yeah. line. Clown. Yeah. Keep doing that shit, clown. <laughs> yep, yeah, we no, love it. I, I, I'm with it. Let's, let, that, that's, that's a dub for us. That's yeah, dub. yep, that's a that's a dub for sure, man. Yeah, like you said, it's it's a home game for us. And I, I think I think the Chargers are going to regress this year. I think I think you know yes they get the hype each and every year all that good stuff but I think I think they're they're going to be they're going to be third in the division this year. I I'm with you. Yep. Yeah. I'm with you Michelle. Even if they don't regress they're going to be the same team they were last year which was the shit team. So They always yeah. underperform they like always, in the always and always. they get hyped up like some sort of I don't know what like but yeah. It's the most fascinating one it of is. the most fascinating things and like and I'm not even joking. Yeah. In all of sports to me is how the Chargers have had a stranglehold on media since the early 2000s. Yeah. Like, get over it, man. Like, why do they get picked every goddamn year to win that, be an AFC championship game player or a Super Bowl contender or win it all or whatever? Like, let them do something to give you evidence otherwise before you buy into the damn Chargers. Yep. And that's not even my Raider fandom and my hatred of this football team talking. I mean, like, for real. Like, like there's no other team out there that's not uh, that's underachieved more than the freaking Chargers in any sport other than maybe the Cowboys you could throw in that mix. Maybe, like, I don't know, the Yankees you could throw in there. Like, there are some other teams that, like, people hype every year and then they don't do shit. But the freaking Chargers, man, like, they don't even, like, look what they did in the playoffs last year. They had a what? How big of a lead? 27 to nothing lead. Hello. Oh, my gosh. And then lost that to the Jaguars? They weren't playing the freaking 85 Bears. (laughs) Gosh, dang it, man. I don't get it, man. But anyways. Chargers get a Charger. Chargers going to charge That's it. it. Yeah. Enjoy those regular season victories. It yeah. doesn't matter, bro. It just doesn't it matter. It just doesn't matter, man. All right. So then we got uh, the Green Bay Packers coming into town. Okay. Uh, uh, this is the Devontae Adams revenge game, if there's even if you even want to call it that. I will just call this the Devontae Adams show-off game. Yeah. This is a he's going to catch, you know, three tutties for freaking 170 yards or something like that. Like, this is going to be a big game for Devontae Adams. Their offense, I think, is gonna they're gonna struggle. I mean, look, Jordan loves a young guy. He's unproven. By the time we get to week five, I mean, Max I think Crosby's he, gonna eat his ass. I thank you, Michelle. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think that's a W for us, and that's an ESPN Monday night game, man. So I yep. think that's a let's do that's return to form and being the kings of Monday night. Swag Jeff, what say you? I uh, I say we lose this game. <gasps> Uh, you know, I as much as shut I shut your as, fat nasty uh, mouth. Hey, what? See with that fat uh, shit, man. I need you to explain yourself. Well, you what know, fat. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know that you know we love the Las Vegas Raiders, right? Sure. But but the Raiders Raider every now and then. I don't believe you. You know, so so this I think is one of those games where you know, yes, the Green Bay Packers are not who we thought they were. You know what I mean? Like Jordan Love, I don't think he's, you know, he's not the long-term answer down there, all that stuff. But I think this is one of those games that we just, we stumble. We're on a roll at this point. We're, we're three and one at this point. We're riding high. The media is starting to notice us. And then we go on national television on Monday night football. And I think we lose a close one. That ain't true. That ain't true. That's not true. That's not okay. true. I, uh, Thoroughly disagree with that. That's I, fine. I love that. <laughs> From the Pittsburgh game, I have us on a five-game win streak. I'm with you. So I get ahead of run. Don't I think the Raiders don't do what we expect them to do this year, and they don't Raider, and they win this effing game. 
So I have it as a I, Everyone's calling me negative swag in the chat. <laughs> Good. Let I, have have a, I have us up winning the division. Shut up. Oh, well, hey, let him have it. I'm surprised that's the game you picked us to me lose. Me too, because there's another there's few a, in there yeah. that I'm like, oh, here's yeah. where we're going to start shit in the bed. Yes. But anyway, but that's fine. Hey, listen, uh, we're not here to list bully you, Jeff. That's right, yeah. You do whatever you want to do. Your yum will not be our yuck, okay? Yeah. Okay, good. Hey, wrong as hell, but whatever. Yeah, you go with it. Okay, uh, next up, we got the, uh, <laughs> here we go, Patriot Way. Uh, Hooligan Nation with a $20 donation <laughs> to the One Nation Foundation says, you take it back, Swaggy. Take it back right now. Yes, thank you, Hooligan. We can be bought. Trinidad back, says, lock out, Jeff. <laughs> I'm going to start posting some nasty lock shit out, on my Jeff. Instagram story about y'all. Fabricator <laughs> uh, <laughs> Gill says, Swag, I'm thinking you need to be bitch slapped. Yeah, Gill. <laughs> Jesus. I'll save it for after we, but that pain, I might have to pull that fan out. Corey Flex says, respect Swaggo, you brave fool. <laughs> Swaggy downer. Swag's jersey number is negative seven. <laughs> I love it. Oh my I gosh. love it. Let him have a chat room. Yeah. That is amazing. All right, so uh, here we go. So we got the New England Patriots at Allegiant Stadium. Last year was a close game. If it wasn't for the, you know, Ugh. Jacoby Myers, you know, pulling his best, I don't know, Kyle Orton impression and by throwing it to Chandler Jones, um, we, we lose that game. So, uh, but that also was a, we were winning that game handily mm -hmm. before we let that second half comeback happen. So I think that we hold on this time. And I think that, listen, I think that Josh McDaniels has a case of the ass competitively, not personally, but I think he's got a case of the ass for the Patriots and Bill Belichick. And I think he's going to freaking take it to him again. And again, we're at home. So I, I think there's no way we lose that game, Michelle. Yeah, this is a win because we're at home. That's, uh, that's it. That's my, that's all I got. That's yeah, win. Okay, win. Tell sure. us how bad we're going to lose this one, Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> what, the Patriots? Yeah. Well, no, we're going to win. We're going to beat that ass, bro. All right, here we go. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. 34-17 is what right. I got. Okay, 34-17. All right, so then uh, we got, uh, so speaking of Kyle Orton and the 85 Bears, well, he didn't play in the 85 Bears, <laughs> but I've referenced the Bears twice tonight. I don't know why. I think there are certain players, Justin Herbert's one of them. Right. Phillip Rivers was one of them. Right. I think there are certain players that play quarterback that for whatever reason, the media locks into hyping them and hypes them up to be something more than they are not. If I see another freaking article or piece on good morning football or anywhere else telling me how great Justin Fields is going to be oh. save it, man again, until there's evidence to show otherwise. And Oh yeah, by the way, none of the Ohio state quarterbacks have ever been any good in the NFL. Like, so yeah. until there's evidence, otherwise save me the speculation and the hype around this guy. I, I don't see it. I don't get it. Like, and there are some players that like, they do get a lot of hype and I get it. I get Joe Burrow, right? I get like, I get that. Why he's a media darling. You know what I mean? Well, what the, was it Justin Fields? Come yeah. on, man. No are way. We, yeah. Are we watching the same game here? Right, that's Thank you. Are yeah. we watching yeah. the same shit? Yeah. Are we watching the same coaching staff? Yeah. Are we watching they, the same defense? Are we well, watching yeah, like the, oh, the offensive line? That offensive <laughs> line. Okay, awful. Cool. Good job, Bears. You drafted Darnell Wright out of Tennessee. Great <laughs> offensive lineman. You still need four more. Mm. Like Justin Fields ran for over a thousand yards last year because he had, had to. to. And then, you know, oh, oh, and he and, probably and, had a thousand passing yards because he couldn't get the ball out. And that's you know sustainable. Mean? Oh, good. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. exactly. great. That's yeah. great. Yeah, that's why they had the number one overall pick last year and traded it away. You know what I mean? So, like, Absolutely. yeah, give me a break. That that's a that's that's a dub for sure. Yeah, 
excluding Patrick Mahomes, because I I just he's a, a level above most of the quarterbacks. Absolutely, but most of the quarterbacks that when running is one of their strengths, sometimes running becomes their first thought. And instead of scanning the field and finding who they're maybe supposed to throw it to, their reaction is, let me run. And so I think – and that's not sustainable. That doesn't last. And I don't – I think you eventually get yourself into trouble when you start doing that. I also believe most of the wins that I have, well, a lot of the wins that I have, are Max Crosby is going to be – Eating quarterbacks. Oh, good call. Good call. I really think this is another W. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Yeah, there you go. Hey, I want to, but, but we're going to take a pause. We're going to yeah. take our bye week from our uh, prediction schedule. Okay. Fabricator Gill with a $20 oh, donation. Yeah. Oh, Gill. Yep. And then uh, Intel. Our good, good buddy Intel <laughs> with a $50 oh, donation wow. to the One Nation Foundation. Oh, Thank you. And much respect to our good, good, good friend, uh, Scott Gilbranson, who was in the hey, chat. Guys. Hey, Silver up, and Black today. Much respect. Oh, that's awesome, man. Appreciate you all very, very much. Thank you for those donations. And just real quick, taking a break yep. uh, here, just to let you know, anything that you donate to us goes 100% to our nonprofit, uh, the One Nation Foundation. Uh, somebody asked on Twitter today uh, about if we're a 501c3, oh, yeah. and, and yes, we are. It's all- and you can find us on the IRS website, anywhere else you want to find us. Um, we, we are 100 percent uh you know an, an official nonprofit and give all that money away to raiders related charity so thank you all so very very yep. much for your much support respect. much respect all right so next up here we got we at the detroit lions now here's one of those things. i'm curious to i'm i feel like i don't want to make this pick until i see what happens on thursday night <laughs> oh. i want to see what they do to the chiefs before i freaking just say they're like oh they're gonna you know this could be a loss but it is this is one of those games it's because it's it's uh, of course they're playing a dome but still it's like later in the season you know, we're just we're on this five game. If I've got, yeah, I've got us on a five game run. Me too. They're yeah. gonna be good, man. They're one way or the other. This isn't hype. They have the talent on the field. They've got the coaching. Jared Goff has been to a Super Bowl. I mean, you know what I mean? Like this is no chump team. So I'm gonna I'm gonna put that down as as a loss for the Raiders. I don't see us running off. Boo! Six yeah. <laughs> you jackass. <laughs> Just kidding. I have him losing that one, too. Yeah. <laughs> I have him losing that one, too. I'm like, wait a minute, Jeff, but I inserted logic into my argument. Yeah. I, yeah oh, I, oh, oh, I, shots fired. Sometimes you I have to go on feelings, you though. It's then. okay. I decided not to. I actually have it as a loss, too, though, because I'm curious if we have the endurance and the maturity for a six-game win streak. Yeah. Like, I don't know yeah. if that, like, sixth game. And the Lions, they're no slouches. You know, like, they're That's, a yeah. good team. Yeah. So I have it as a loss. Okay. All right. There we go. So I have a loss all the way around. All right. So here we Respect go. Respect Silver and Black today with a $20 donation. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank, thank you, Scott. Respect, brother. Hey, and go get your Midtown Mo and your Irish Cannon yeah. shirt, DC Four L. Oh, I just, so I just, I just ordered my Midtown Mo hoodie. Oh, oh, oh did you? I did. Oh, I did. Oh, nice. It's almost nice. hoodie season. It is. Good. Oh, me too. <laughs> Time for pumpkin spice and freaking <laughs> yeah, you hoodies. Right. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. Even if you're not a fan of pumpkin spice, it you, when it comes it, out, yeah. it means football's around That's the corner. Absolutely. Exactly. Um, all right. So <laughs> we appreciate all of you so very, very much. Those very kind donations. Uh, all right, so I think that this is where we hit a little bit of a slide because there's a there's usually a game on the schedule like you were talking about, okay? The the, the one you thought we were going to lose against the Packers. I think it's the Giants. I think this is our you home game. I think we, we lose. lose the Giants. I think we lose the Giants. The Giants are good, right? They've got some some great players. I think, speaking of Darren Waller, right? I hate it, but this is one of those games that where it's we shouldn't lose this game 
but I feel like they're talented enough and we're going to hit up. We can't rattle off like this. We're not going to win 12 games this year. And so, and we're going to lose at home. I don't think we're going to go undefeated at home. I think this might be the one where we do it. And so I think we get, uh, we, we lose to the Giants. I'm hoping for a close game. I hope we win it, well, obviously. But I think we're going to we're we're get snuck up on, on this one. So I have us winning this game. Because yeah, I think that Darren Waller's going to overachieve and he's not going to play as good as he thinks he's going to play. Because he, I think he really wants to show out in this game. So and also we're going to be in town. So that's, that that's, is that's true. Blindikoff weekend. We'll that's all be there. Yeah. They'll be playing so, hard for us. I feel like they're going to be exactly Jeff. Yep. That's yep. a W. I have it as a W. Yeah. Okay. Well, you yeah. know, I, I've got that as a dub too, man. You know, I, you know, and Ty Davis says, nah, Waller will be hurt by this time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know? And you know what? And that's, and that's, that's, a good that's point. very, very I possible. I said he was going to get hurt in this game, but I didn't want to say yeah, that. Yeah. You know, and I think this is, oh my gosh, can you imagine if he gets hurt in this game? Oh my god! Uh, well, he's gonna dro- he's gonna drop a couple of touchdown passes for sure if he does play. But uh, you know, I think this is actually, and it's gonna be really, really sweet because this is the game that Michael Mayer is gonna show out. Uh, Michael oh, Mayer, Michael Mayer, like Darren like Waller's like replacement. I think he's gonna have a pair of scores in this game. I think they're gonna win, Oof. and they're gonna win soundly. Okay. Yep. I like okay. it. Yep. One hundred percent. All right. I like it. All right. So here's you know, speaking of overhyped football teams. Yeah. Back-to-back New York teams at Allegiant Stadium, and Aaron Rodgers and the Jets are going to get the better of us, man. I yeah, think, that, again, there's there's yeah. so much talent on that team. Everyone's talking about their defense, of course, and it, their defense is going to be great. But offensively, man, maybe it's I'm a prisoner of hard knocks, and I just finished <laughs> watching the last episode last night. But, man, they are good. I think Robert Sala is an incredible head coach. Yeah. Um, him and, and and Dan Campbell in, in uh, Detroit, they've got that same vibe, that, like, real gritty, old-school, like, approach and mentality. And I think that guys want to play for guys like that. And, you know, Bob Sala obviously had an incredible run of success with the Niners as their defensive coordinator. He's got his team playing hard uh, defensively and and offensively. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is just enough to get him over the top. And, and yeah, I, I think that, that um, you know, it's a Sunday night game, and it's an old-school rivalry, too. Raiders-Jets goes back a long way, going all the way back to the Heidi game. game, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think I think the Jets get the better of us on this day. Yeah, I have it as an L, too. Yeah. I think that was game 10, Aaron Rodgers is going to be in his – He's going to be in sync with everybody. I do think this is an L. Yeah. Yeah, Well, now this is the first time that Devontae Adams will play Aaron Rodgers, right? So, yeah. So that'll be super hyped. Mm. And that'll be one that everyone's going to be hyped about. It's on Sunday Night Football. It's on Sunday Night Football. And yeah, I'm I'm with you, man. I think we take the L here. Um, So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, I think this is one of those games, like you said, the Jets, Jets are going to be. Sneaky good. I mean, yeah. not even sneaky really right. at this point. We've seen it on TV. Like, I mean, they're good. They're, they're good. They're, they're, yeah, you they're can't, good. You can't assemble that much talent on the field and not expect them to be highly competitive. And, uh, you know, are they going to, like, you know, are they AFC championship worthy? I don't know because a lot of people are picking them to win. I don't know, man, because the Bengals, Bills, and Chiefs are still out there. So, you know what I mean? So, I don't know if the Jets are that good. to a make dumb it. question. Who was yeah. their quarterback last year? Uh, Zach, Wilson. Zach Wilson. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's who's right. still okay. there. He's backing oh, up A-Rod. Right. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. So next up, listen, we sort of exercised the East Coast demon, but the Raiders going to the East Coast, to the farthest reaches of the East Coast, usually doesn't go good for us. 
We don't win in Miami. We don't win in Baltimore. We don't win in New York. We Those are challenging things for us to do, even Pittsburgh. Um, I think that we lose against the Dolphins. I think the Dolphins are awesome, uh, and I think that they're going to be hitting a stride midseason. Again, a team that's got incredible talent. They are really well coached. Um, and it's an East Coast game for us. It ain't easy for the Raiders to go to the East Coast. Just the logistics of it. Right. And it's shown up multiple times. I mean, yes, Derek Carr has had some success. And the Raiders have had some success in playing on the on the East Coast. But for the most part, when you look at the Raiders, even over the past 20 years, I think back to that game in Atlanta, Michelle. Oh, that uh. was... Awful. Trigger. Yeah. Awful. That was. That was I yeah. mean, the Raiders are unreal. ass for the most part yeah. on the East Coast. And right. so, or you know what I mean? And I'm not even talking about the Eastern time zone, but I'm talking about when you get to the furthest reaches of the East Coast, yeah. we're terrible. So yeah. anyway, so yeah, I, I think I, we're going to lose that game. I'm, I'm with I'm with you, man. You know, I, I have this as a, as a loss as well. And I think this is kind of like what you said. This is our game that, you know, it, there's typically one a year that we get blown out. And I think this is the game. I, I, I think I, this is the I, game. I, I, this is one of those like you know like thirty-one to seven kind of games where we're like, what? What the, the hell shit happened? happened? Yeah, like you Why know, we're in du- a daze. This is when Michelle would call in, you know, in previous seasons, and just every other word is an f bomb. Like this is going to be one of those games where we're just like, what the shit yeah. just happened? Because Tyreek Hill just scored four touchdowns and went for one hundred and eighty-five yards. There you go. So I actually have this as a W. Good. Good. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. And I don't want to put this juju out there, but Tua takes one bad hit in those first, what do we got, 11 games? And he That's scary. already I f- is, I, f- I worry. Oh, me as too. A mom, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I don't think he should be playing anymore, but I get it. Like, you know, you got that in you. You want to play, but... One or two rough plays for him, and he's, he's not going to be the guy. Yeah. So may, I don't know if by week eleven he's the guy. And that's, I, like I said, I don't want to put that out there, but that's it, that's it's, fair. It's, it's fair to consider. Like, how it is. is that yeah. not? Especially after seeing last year, like the amount of time it just it almost. I don't want to say it's inevitable, but dude, please, yeah, take care, man. Y'all better have the most. Freaking rock hard offensive line, and y'all all better be fighting to keep him on his feet. But I don't think that's how that plays out. Yeah, well, so, and Ty Davis just said, I don't wish it, but it's definitely I, a possibility. Yeah, I think yeah. that's that's, that's very I'm fair saying, to consider yeah. it, Michelle. So I'm with I you. think that's a W. Okay. Yeah. Good. Who's his backup? I don't even know. The chat room will know. You guys know more yeah, about football than we like, do. I was like, Fitzmagic's the only one I remember, but that was a while ago. <laughs> yeah. That was a long time ago. Yeah, right. so, yeah I don't even know who's I, there. I just, Does I, they yeah. didn't draft anybody high profile or anything. I, don't, I didn't so, think no. so. I don't think so. So yeah. I think that's a W. That's a good, that's a good call. Uh, all right, so good stuff there. All right, so next up, we've got the Kansas City Chiefs in Allegiant. Yeah. Yeah. I I'm gonna I think we're gonna beat them. I, I think I think we're gonna beat the friggin' <laughs> Chiefs. We've now been, according to my schedule, we were on a three-game losing streak. We're going into the bye week, not coming out of it, because we all know what Andy Reid is like coming out of the bye week. Going into it is a different mm. story. And I think that we're going to catch them sleeping. I think that we're going to catch the freaking Chiefs, and we're going to be – it's a division game. It's freaking Thanksgiving. Like, I mean, it's not Thanksgiving Day, obviously, but it's on the 26th, right? So it's right in there with it. I think that the Raiders are going to win this freaking football game, man, because, uh, you know, whatever. I'll get to the other game later. But – I think this is the one where we're gonna we're gonna catch them. 
We're going to catch them, and this is going to keep us competitive within the division, and that's what's going to help us get a wild card potentially. So I, I'm, I, I got the Chiefs winning. Jeff? Uh, I mean, I, excuse me, the Raiders winning. I, I, th- I think we're losing this game. Michelle? Oh, no. I think we win because we're at home. I, I have bingo. us as an L in Kansas City, but as we get further that down, I'll say that. But, and, yeah, this is a W. And Wowza in the, in the chat says it's a must win. Yeah. Like, that will be a must be. If we, if we go according to kind of the rhythm here, right. that's going to be – if we're yeah. going to remain competitive for this season, yeah. we've got to get yeah. off the schneid and we've got to, we've got to beat them. Okay. Yeah, we yeah well, so, so in my schedule here, so I've got us – on a three-game skid before the bye week, so oh, okay. so okay. so you know that bye week, everyone's gonna be like, "Oh, here we go, here we go, here we go." See, I have so, us on so, a two-win skid going into the bye good. week. So. Love to see it. Love to see it. All right, so, so we start to get this thing turned around. We go into the bye week, and then we've got the Minnesota Vikings at home. All of those skull screaming, yellow-haired, purple-wearing <laughs> idiots are all gonna go home back to Minnesota. Really freaking pissed off because we're gonna beat your ass. Absolutely, we are gonna freaking save me, Justin Jefferson. Certainly save me, Kirk Cousins. You got no Dalvin Cook. Like the defense has got questions. Like uh, uh-uh. like yep. we're gonna smoke the freaking Vikings. Yep, yep, Dub for sure, man. Yeah, I mean that. You know, I think this is a game where you see Max Crosby fresh out of a bye week. He puts Kirk Cousins on his ass probably about three times. You know, we see. You know, even maybe a, a Marcus Peters pick six. So, so yeah, this is this is a, this oh, is this go. is like a go. good like fresh rejuvenated out of the bye week defense. And that's show. usually when they start dropping off too. Yeah, uh-huh. Vikings yeah. will start dropping off. You know, what I mean, they might sneak into the playoffs and then get smoked in the first round. Yep. But like, yeah, no, I yeah, like no, that one I got us. it as a W too because I think c- coming off the bye week, I think we're going to be locked in, especially uh, with all the wins I have us already having. We know we're going to the playoffs. So hey, hey. they're going to go into this game. God bless you, Michelle. Killing their asses. I love it. Uh, that was so funny. All right, so next up, we got a Thursday night game off of a short week at home against the Chargers. I I'm gonna oh, you rat bastard. Uh, we you are better not what? Mm-hmm. We're not gonna sweep them. <gasps> this is gonna be a Thursday night game. I I have this vision. I think we need to lock Murph out. Uh, please do, and I hope I'm dead ass <laughs> wrong. You are. But I have this vision of all of us on our text groups and all that kind of stuff. Oh god. Playing the Chargers and us all just collectively in on Thursday night because we're not At all together. Home? Going, what the hell just happened? Why did we just lose this football game? Why did Marcus Chat, Mario? I need you to just tear Murph and you don't, right now. Uh, do you remember what your Murph what your at- boy Mariota looked? Remember that? <laughs> oh, he had an amazing oh, he didn't performance. Have to go there, Jeff. It was we, great. We had an he had an yeah. amazing performance that game. Yeah, and we lost. Yeah. Well, it ain't Marcus Mariota's number ten. It's Jimmy Garoppolo. It's gonna. Period. It's Jimmy G. Yeah. Or Jimmy G. Or he's get hurt, and it's gonna be Brian Bruh, Hoyer. Shut your damn <laughs> dirty mouth. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> this is gonna be one of those goofy ass weeks and games, and we're gonna be like, damn it, Jimmy's out for two weeks, and here we go. Brian Hoyer goes marching out there and gets his ass whipped by the Chargers. Yeah, no, that ain't going to happen, man, because Jimmy G's going to be healthy. We are going to see our Las Vegas Raiders in that AFL jersey, and that is going to be a big dub for sure. Yeah, I have it as a dub. You mean this AFL jersey? Yeah. Absolutely. I have it as a dub, too, because it's the Chargers. Like, And I don't think they get trapped by the Chargers. I think they know it's a divisional game. They know we're getting close to the end. They know what's at stake. This is a W. Okay, yep, good yep, deal. Yep, yep. Hope I'm wrong. You are. All right. You, yeah. At Kansas City, see, this is where I'm, <laughs> I'm inserting my realistic expectations this year oh, yeah. because last year, we, uh, whatever, I'll save you all that. Um, 
<laughs> and we've got to get to see a fans. We're going to finish this oh. up and then get to see a fans here in a minute, yep, yep, guys. Yep. Uh, at Kansas City Chiefs, we lose. Yeah, blah, 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 yeah, blah, blah, yeah, blah, blah, blah. That's what I got. Nope. Yeah. Win. <gasps> win for at me. Win for me. Yep, because we finally have a quarterback that can play in, in cold, cold effing weather. Oh. Let's go. This is Kansas City on Christmas Day, and Santa will bring us a gift, and Jimmy G brings in a win. We are avenging our loss that we took at home against the Chiefs, and the Kansas City Chiefs will fall at home. Arrowhead Stadium will be renamed Jimmy G Stadium. For the first for Jimmy G Stadium. <laughs> for the first time, I had both my feet on the ground. I do have this as a loss. I do okay. have it because right, I think right, we right. split wins and losses with Kansas City. We do. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, all right, next up, we've got at Indianapolis Colts. I think that that's that better be a runaway, Easy. especially if we lose to Kansas City. This is our blowout win. This, this is it. Should this is be the one. one. This, this should. This is the one. That should be the one. All right, and then to, to close out the season, we're gonna beat the hell out of the yeah. donkeys again yep. because just like <laughs> finish what we started and <laughs> and start what we finished, man. Yeah, week one is a dub, and week eighteen's a dub. Absolutely, and just like uh, the, the chat room saying in there, uh, Big Surge says I see JJ running all over them. Yeah, Big Surge, if you didn't, if you missed what I uh, the the numbers I ran down about how effective Josh Jacobs is against the uh, against the donkeys, I think that's a slam dunk. All right, let's add them up. Let's add them up and see what we got. I got. <laughs> Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, I see your number, seven, Jesus. Eight, I love it. Nine. I love your number the best. All right. So here's, I'll go with mine first. Okay. And I, I, and listen, I, this is not premeditated. I just did this all on the fly, yep. but this is exactly what I've been screaming for those of you that listen to the show enough. This is exactly what I think is going to happen with the Raiders. We had six wins under Josh McDaniels. Mm. We are going to win nine games. And go nine and seven is what I have us because it will be enough of an improvement for them to say, hey, we got better, but we still didn't make the playoffs and we'll get a mid draft pick. That's where this thing is going to go. It took the same trajectory with John Gruden. And I think it's going to take the same trajectory with these guys. And, you know, it's it's going to be enough for us because we'll say, oh, look, we beat Kansas City in a game. Like, we went on this five-game winning streak. Like, we had some amazing things happen through the season. But it just wasn't enough. And we finished just outside the, the idea, the, just outside us getting a wild card. I'm telling you, it's going to be 9-8 and eight this year. It will be a winning record, and they will tout that as the, as the improvement for the 2023 season. I love it, Murph. Uh, you're wrong. <laughs> yeah, you're okay. big for wrong sure. for sure. Um, you know, unfortunately for for our Las Vegas Keep Raiders, the receipts as the kids say. There you go. There you go. Uh, we uh, we're not winning the division this year. Oh. Uh, you know, and I hate to say that, but we are going to be eleven and six. Eleven and six Jeez. for sure. Shut up, Murph. Oh, wait till you hear my Damn number. Jackass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Easy with that shit. But yeah, man. That, yep, absolutely. Michelle. Oh, it is Raiders I, fan radio. I've, I've snuck in. I saw your number. Why don't you go ahead and tell the world? Okay, so first of all, I feel like I explained all of the wins with I think I did. I think you did too. You know? I don't think and you overstepped. No. I have us going. <laughs> Do it. 13 and 4. <laughs> Let's go! Hey, Michelle. 
I don't believe you. Well, <laughs> you better believe it, and you better believe it today. I, I think I did, though, have them 11 and something like when we did it a while back. For, so we've won two more games since the last time. All I right. Oh, my hey, gosh. I just want to say, I just say something. I'm scrolling through okay. the chat right now. Okay. I don't see a single. Yes, it's called Murph's Fan Cave. Let's all give Murph a little bit of shit Give tonight. him some shit. Nine I and got, eight. What the I got so much shit you for did. saying that One we were going to lose week five to the Green Bay freaking Packers. And he said that we're going to go nine and eight. Yeah. because I'm right. No, oh, you're not. No, I think I, we're going to. We will win more jackass. than nine listen, games. No. Put listen. a pin in it. We will win more than nine. We're Michelle, we're going to keep this receipt. Yeah, keep it. Here, keep I'm going to give you. Here you go. Take mine. Here, I don't want <laughs> your. I don't want your nasty shit that you got over there. No, we don't. No, take yeah. it. Say, take it so you can reference that shit when I'm I right won't this forget. We're going to the playoffs for sure. <sighs> I don't think so, guys. I don't think so. I'm trying to get you on board. So. Uh, Gosh, I don't think so. Oh, yeah, Val, you damn right. She the, the, said Michelle is a true Raider fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Listen, yeah. there's a... There's a I, Come get your I man's think, vibe. Think, Come get your man's. Come get your man's. Listen. I think 10 is a... is a. I think 10 is a good, like, average for what... What do you... How many do you said? 11? 11. I got 11. I think 10 is a... Okay. Realistic, but I think 13 is not out of the realm of possibility. <sighs> of course, why not, not us? Because get, anything, any given Sunday, us? any given Sunday, why not us? I go, Say I'll it get, again, Murph, with your chest. <sighs> Say it. <laughs> It. Why not us? Say it. We deserve it, Why this. Not us? We're like Charlie Bucket <laughs> with the golden ticket. When his mom is like, Charlie, you're no different than the rest of the people Cheer that want to go. She's Charlie. like, but I want it more. I, he says it. I want it more. Say it with one your ticket. I expect you to get all five. <laughs> Thank you, Grandpa Joe. <laughs> oh my God, Grandpa Joe. Wow. First of all, f him. Bro, he could have been for working. Real. He was for real. dancing, doing a jig. Get your lazy ass up lazy out, of out of the bed, bro. <laughs> he could have Jeez easily O-P. been, man. Hey, <laughs> more of you and less of us is oh, obvious, right. obviously a good thing. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you are out of control. <laughs> he is fading, looking, looking, looking. He's under the gun. He's fired, he's thrown. It is. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Chad's killing me. Oh my gosh. Murph's in timeout tonight, says yeah. Vibrator. Uh, what was one of the Mangus is in there gave me cheese. Murph, come on. Why not us? That's why, the question. Why not us? Well, listen. See, now I get it. And I'll, I know. I'll just say briefly, and then I'll, I want to get on to see if fans. I'll just say, say this, Michelle. They're like, Last year, okay, last year, everything lined up perfectly. And we were all expecting the Raiders to make this incredible run. And I've joked on this show numerous times over the years that at certain points of the season, I thank the Raiders for relieving me (laughs) of the burden of expectation, right? You guys heard me say that a lot. This was the year, though, I was so disappointed and so let down because... I felt like there was literally nothing else the Raiders could have done aside from some nitpicky stuff to put us in a position to be a really competitive football team. You're right. And so, like I've been saying, until they give us reason to believe otherwise, that's where I'm just, I've finally at 50 years old (laughs) have finally landed on tempered expectations to where I'm like, you know what? 
I'm not going to go like in my silver and black heart. Yeah. I think we're going to be 17 and oh, sure. like, don't get me wrong. Don't get it oh, twisted. For sure. You know what I mean? Raider nation, the eight yeah. don't freaking come off, but like, and, and I will expect them to win every game with my heart, but with my head and looking at it objectively now, yeah. I just, I, I, I have trouble with it. No, That's, no, no. I feel you. No, a thousand percent. You're, I, I really do think we can win every game, but realistically, I get where you're coming from. And especially coming off of, last season where everybody thought we were going to just freaking take the league by storm and we just shit the bed. It's, it makes sense to go into this with a little bit of trepidation. Like I, mm-hmm. I get that. Yeah. I totally yeah. get yeah. that. I, I really do. Um, and, and I, even though I do stand on every win that I do think we get, but ask me again in after four games, three or four games, let me see how the offense plays out. Let me see if the defense is really going to bring it. And then, I may change my thoughts on this. Well, and that schedule, man. I mean, there's yeah. a listen, Raider Nation. I I'm not here to shit on our team or to, yeah. to put negative thoughts in your head or whatever. But I'm telling you, there's a very real world scenario where we're one and four yeah. after the first five weeks, and there's a real world scenario where we're five and one. But when you look at the schedule, you look at the, the competitiveness of our schedule. It's tough. And last thing I'll say, and then we want to get to see a fans. This is what's going to be really comical to me, and I, and purely from a like. I don't know, just like a bystander, uh, you know, point of view. The Saints have the easiest schedule, like maybe in all of football. And so I could just see the Twitter going on now between Derek Carr's success with the Saints and the Raiders having a struggled start. Listen, he chose the Saints for a reason. A hundred percent. cakewalk. And play in a dome. Please. And have a great defense. He ain't no uh, dummy. He ain't no dummy. He's going to do well. that's the way it is. No, he's not. Don't look at him. No, he's well, not. Well, the team in general, I think, is going to – because the division is such a – They're dog dump. shit. Yeah. He's by far yeah. the best quarterback right. in that division. Yeah. So I can just see this yeah. thing coming a mile away yeah. of what's going to happen on the social medias. But And I will just say this. I'm not going to let it influence right. you know, our, our, our opinion of that. And it ain't about Derek, but I'm talking about just as there is a certain component of Raider fans. Point. Literally every about Raider him. fan is going to look at that all season all long. Season, yep. Oh, I mean, you don't I, think that week one game between the Titans and Saints is okay. on our freaking radar? Go like, Titans. Like, heck yeah, let's go Titans, man. I mean, it's on my radar. I mean, other than the fact that they're an AFC team and we might have to compete with them in terms of AFC championship, you know, seating for wild card or even to make a, a playoff spot or whatever. Sure. But aside from that, like, because, and, and I only, and this is, and look, and I say this not because I'm trying to like root down Derek per se, but like the narrative, like uh, yeah. that's what I don't want to, that's what I'm rooting against. Yeah. I'm Same. rooting against oh. the narrative sure. and not necessarily sure. the, well, the, David, the player. David you know C what I mean? in the chat says the, the NFC uh, South or whatever it is, uh, Atlanta first, Panthers second, Saints third, Bucks fourth. Wow. It's, okay. It's very possible, man, because I'm telling you. I don't think so, man. I'm Bryce t- Young's going to freaking put the Panthers in second spot. You never, you never know. You never know. You never know. There's I feel like defense there's, is good. There's a there's a they quarterback. Got a good there's a rookie quarterback every year that goes uh, that you know the league goes whoa like okay yeah. maybe oh, this guy's the true. truth. That's I true. think this year it might be them. You it, know I mean it, it, it might probably be them. more Bryce Young than C.J. Stroud. C.J. <sighs> Stroud is ass, bro. I, I do think that <laughs> yeah, Carr will Carr as well. So he is going. I think to, he's going to have good. Season. He has a ceiling, and not anything's going to rise him above that ceiling. So Whoa. I think he will car. Uh, we'll now, s- hey, listen, which is, he's not a bad, uh, I mean, he, he will sure. do good things, but he also has a ceiling. 
Well, and we're going to find out real quick because that Titans secondary is no joke. Their defense, frankly, is all pretty damn good. You got Jeff Simmons coming up the middle there, man. He's going to put a lot of pressure on Derek Early, force Derek into some throws. And guess what? You got Kevin Bayard, MTSU represent back there, lurking around, man. Like, we'll we'll find out real quick. Um, But anyways, I want to make this about Derek and the Saints. But um, yeah, I think that it's, it's just a, you know... A realistic approach to the schedule is, is where I'm coming from. And and so we'll see. We'll see. And I hope I'm dead ass wrong and we freaking run them all off. Um, all right. So here's where we hear from you. Because more of you and less of us is a good thing. Yep. We call it the Sea of Fans Mailbag. Uh, and you can email the show at any time by emailing us at show at RaidersFanRadio.com. That is S-H-O-W at RaidersFanRadio.com. And we appreciate everybody that's reached out this week. And you can also call the show. Uh, here, Jeff, why don't you read this first one? Uh, let's see. This comes from our good buddy, uh, Vegas Raiders Pete, who emailed the show. And uh, let's go ahead and check in with Vegas Raider Pete and see what he has to say. Absolutely. As a lifelong Raider fan who's lived in Las Vegas since 1994, I have a unique take on the Las Vegas stadium issues. Remember, remember, Vegas is a melting pot with fans from everywhere, mostly California and Cowboys fans, those short bus clowns. Uh, no, uh, So no built-in Raider fans. Also, one thing that sealed the deal was the $750 million public room tax money to Mark Davis. Uh, Nevada was a uh, was tr- having trouble making payments after the pandemic, so the tourism people openly recruited fans from other cities uh, on the schedule to fill the room, hence different fans. Add that to the most expensive tickets in the NFL and the tourist sports capital uh, that prices out most of us locals to strip events are huge factors. It turns out the shadow ticket buyers reselling on the second market pushed the prices sky high. So it's not Oakland uh, where only hard where the only hardcore fans showed up. Uh, we had to lower the capacity to avoid blackouts. Living in Las Vegas, I see the discussion every day on local media and people outside the market have no reference to this information. Murph knows, I'm sure. Las Vegas is a tourist city who welcomes everyone from everywhere. And those bumpkins from the Midwest will pay literally anything to visit Las Vegas for a weekend and see their team there. I haven't missed one game, and on TV, the Raiders crowd is loud as hell. The loudest being when Chandler Jones walked it off. An evolving, it's an evolving situation. It's important that the stadium is full. The Raiders franchise value is up 49%. The business side and facilities, top shelf. Sports is a business first and game second. Improve the team continuously with Ziggler and McDaniels. Stability is needed, and if you're fortunate to attend, convert those fans to the dark side. I love this roster. Let's get 10 wins and get in the playoffs. Let's roll the dice. Vegas Raiders, Pete. Hey, good job, Pete. Appreciate you, my friend. And so interesting uh, discussion point there. Um, So the Raiders are worth, as we know now, 6.2% billion dollars there you go 22 percent more than last year when they were 5.1 uh the team made over 90 million dollars in ticket revenue last season number one in the nfl and the raiders also made an additional 70 million uh off non-nfl events at allegiant stadium and where i'm not going to necessarily like tout that is like like yay raiders we're rich or whatever um it does foster success. And that was one of the things that was a big conversation point and a challenge for us in Oakland was the idea that we couldn't, you know, not that we couldn't participate like in free agency like we would want to, but there are certain, look, when you have cash flow challenges because of the stadium and, and all that stuff and the and, and just really 
you guys all know everything going on around it. It just provided a lot of additional challenges that other teams weren't having to deal with. And now that's not in the conversation anymore. So while I'm not going to sit here and like, like celebrate the idea that like, yay, billionaires are more billionaire. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? But I will say that I'm, I'm glad our team is successful on the business side of it. And I think that the other thing too, is that anybody, and I won't name any names, <laughs> Dr. Death that shouted down, <laughs> the Raiders and the moves that Mark Davis was, was making and like their, their vocality around how he didn't know what he was doing and he was making bad decisions and he wasn't worthy as an owner and blah, 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 bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. All that stuff gets thrown completely out the window. And I think that as a person on the outside looking in as a consumer, when you look at and you consider other, whether it's media members or other fans, opinion, it, they don't know shit. Nobody knows shit. Like, that's ultimately what this means is that, like, you can't tell me five years ago, the people that were, you, you don't hear any of them now. Like, and there was more than just that yeah. one guy. There was tons of them telling us how trash the Raiders were and how unsuccessful they were going to be in Vegas and blah, 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 blah. And it's all freaking wrong. All of it. And so you got to consider the source when you're looking at like, and again, it's not even just fan created opinions. It's the media too. Like you got to consider multi, at this point now, and I'll get off my soapbox here in a minute. Wait, hold on. I got a, so I got a soundbite for that too. We have our very own digital soapbox uh -huh. here. Yeah, that's, that's right. So like, you know, like you got to consider multiple outlets, multiple opinions, and then critically think your way to what you ultimately will land on. Everything else has typically got an agenda or a narrative. Don't listen to Mike Florio exclusively. Mm. Don't listen to Mike Lombardi. Don't listen to freaking, you know, fans that are going to tell you that the Raiders are going to suck in Las Vegas. Like, it just, it didn't happen. So, anyways, that's what I, my biggest thing that I, my biggest takeaway and learning uh, thing from that. All right, it's my turn. Sorry, I brambled like crazy there. Apparently, I had too much coffee before the show. Nice. <laughs> it is my turn. Okay, here we go. Yeah, it is. That's what I get. Michelle brought us nitro cold brews. Yeah. Ah, oh, respect Starbucks. So good. So good. Oh my gosh. All right. Good morning. Uh, I hope every, yeah. I hope everyone had a great holiday weekend. Yeah, we did. Thanks for yeah. asking. <laughs> I spent part of mine at Chuck E. Cheese Pizza at a birthday. Oh my um, God. I love Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> so I'm doing honeydew list, working out, and catching whatever college football I could get. That is right. Football is back. And I'm writing this email. We are five days from kicking some donkeys in the teeth. The Raiders will always have naysayers and haters, but this has to be the most Raiders versus world season in history. The media is saying that the Raiders will win three games. Oh. Yeah, that's 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 a lot of the talk out there. You people, uh, you have people in Raiders media shitting on the team. <clears throat> Vic Tafer, he's not oh. wrong there. There's a lot of haters, There's man. A There's ton. a freaking ton, man. Like, why do you hate on the team that you cover? I don't. Yeah, I've never understood weird. that. And you have people in his fan base hoping the Raiders will fail because they hate Josh McDaniels. I mean, you guys know how we feel about that. I can't for the life of me understand why so-called Raiders fans would hope for failure. Well, it seems that Clay Baker, Lindsey Brown, Vinny Bond Sr., and JT the Brick are sick of the bullshit. The Clay Baker show has a bully board, and JT is encouraging Raider Nation to take receipts of all the disrespect. The Raiders are going to shock the world this year. Bet on that. Amen. And that comes from James Williams, who puts in quotes, Life will put many red lights in front of you, but sometimes we must push the gas and trust God. Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. There you good go. Good stuff, James Much Williams. respect, Very James. Much, William, much respect, James. Yeah, nice, good stuff. And yeah, and I, and I'm going to keep it brief and let's get around. Who's next? I think Michelle, you, Me. you, you I got oh, uh, Jeff's yeah. got next. 
that a lot of the old beat writers and stuff from the Oakland days are sour grapes because the Raiders did move away from Oakland and then they were successful. So it, again, going back to that whole thing, it made a lot of people wrong and they don't like that. So their feelings are hurt and they get all sour grapes and get in their feelings. And so they shit on the Raiders at every opportunity that they can. And, and I, I think that we as Raider fans have learned to gravitate more towards the people that just report the news, right? Like save me the freaking slander. Just give me the skinny, man. Yeah. Let me know what the guys look like in practice today. Let me know, like, like you know, we, there's so many dopey-ass questions that get asked in press conferences and stuff. Like, save your freaking narratives, man. Like, just give us the news. Like, that's all we ask for as consumers. And I'm, I'm I mean, I'm imploring you beat writers, man. They're out there. Like, it's, yeah. look, whatever your personal feelings are about Mark Davis or the Raiders or anything else, like, it doesn't resonate with us as fans. No one likes it. So save it. Just give us the goddamn news. There you go. Uh, what's up, RFR crew? I've been thinking about something y'all talked about on the last show, uh, and I thought I would send you guys an email. On the show the other day, everyone was very quick to jump on the hate for the new head coach, uh, saying stuff like he'll never uh, he'll never make it. He should be fired uh, because uh, because just because you don't like him. Here's the thing. If he goes out and wins four, five, six, eight, nine games, as a true fan, you should be able to stand behind you, uh, him and your team. Uh, I say that because I'm a diehard Atlanta Braves fan. During spring training, um, uh, they were not playing that good, and fans turned on the coach and, and players because they said that they sucked and needed to be replaced. Uh, so fast forward, now they're one of the best teams in baseball and have the same fans now saying that, oh, we love the team and how they turned it around. Here's the thing. A true fan stands by his team through good and bad. But you, but you watch when the Raiders have a good season, those same people will be praising the coach that hated on him before. And in my eyes, those aren't real fans. They're just bandwagon fans. Big country. Hey, big country. Yeah. Thank you. Much respect, you, big, big country. country. All right. It's me. Good evening, RFR crew. Hooligan here again. Thank you, Murph, Swaggy, and Michelle for giving me an hour to stop watching the clock until game time. I know we could talk about the 265-pound elephant in the room, but I refuse to go down that road. The media won't be happy unless there's drama in our locker room. For now, let's just say the time for talking is past. Now is the time for action. So let's go out there on Sunday and whoop them donkeys' asses. Now we're talking. Keep the Las Vegas, un keep the Las Vegas undefeated against Denver and allow Russell Wilson to go back to kissing babies. Hooligan Nation signing <laughs> off. Just win, baby. Yeah, now nice. we're talking. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Hooligan. All right. I think I got next. Oh, this is from Matthew Mangus. Hello, RFR fam. Well, after a week of returning to my Jedi training and at the request of my Jedi Master Murph, I have agreed with his statement and it <laughs> and it's impossible to see the future. I also agree with Murph that I will never actively root for McDaniel's downfall. Josh McDaniels is my head coach, and as long as Mark Davis says he has a job, I will continue to support him. Speaking of Mark, can we stop dumping on him as an owner? Because he has what Al Davis never had, and that's patience. He knows Rome wasn't built in a day, and neither is a football team. Finally, I watched the busing with the boys interview with both Ziegler and McDaniels. Both seem willing to turn this thing around, and things could go our way. I see seven and nine wins for the Raiders, but I honestly don't know. That's all for this twin. Yours truly. Matthew M, proud made man, two times Gemini man winner. P.S. Bleep the Denver Donkeys. Nah. <laughs> job, Matthew. <laughs> yes, good job. F them indeed. Yeah, 
literally, yeah. All of them. All of them. Okay, this is from Daniel. De yeah. <laughs> Dear RFR. I'm just getting the button ready for the <laughs> yeah, potty mouth ready, mangus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The time has come. Raiders football is back. And now it's time for record <laughs> predictions. Week one at Broncos, W. Seriously, I don't know why the experts are drinking the Broncos Kool-Aid. They know it tastes like underachievers. The Raiders go into Denver and kick the dog out of the Broncos. Let's go. Yeah, week two, Buffalo L. The Raiders take an L to Buffalo because unless Peters turns back the clock and picks off Allen four times, I don't see a world where we win. Week three versus Pittsburgh, W. The Raiders feed off the nation and win on Sunday night football. This is why I predict Peters makes a house call and fulfills a childhood dream, leaps into the black hole. Week four, Chargers, W. The Raiders win in their home, away from home, and win in front of the nation. Week five, Packers, W. The Raiders put love in the grass early and often and prove why they're the kings of Monday night football. Oh. We, week six. Hear that swag, Jeff? Yeah. Well, yeah. Swag, are you listening? We, week six <laughs> versus Patriots, W. The Raiders beat the Patriots in front of the nation easily and end the Belichick era in New England. Week seven, Bears W. The Bears are destroyed by Max, Jones, and the Raiders D-line, and the Raiders prove the win streak is no fluke. Week eight, Lions L. The Raiders lose a hard-fought game on Monday Night Football, but they go toe-to-toe -to -toe with the Lions. Week nine, Giants W. The Raiders beat the Giants in Waller's homecoming. Daniel Jones folds under the pressure brought by the Raiders D-line and throws four interceptions. Week ten, Jets W. The Raiders sweep the New York Jet sweep the New York teams and improve to eight and two. Week eleven, Dolphins L. The Raiders lose a tight game, but I think this game comes down to Tua. If he's on, we lose. If he doesn't play or is off, flip the L to a W. Week 12, Chiefs, W. The Raiders send shockwaves to the NFL by putting oh. the regaining defending champions through the table, and Tyree Wilson will win the game on a strip sack of Kermit. Oh, I love it. I like that. That's good. Week 13, bye week. The Raiders come into the bye week at 9-3 and three and have postseason football in their sights. Now go and take it. Week 14, Vikings, W. The Raiders... Beat the Vikings handily. Their def defense is ass. Straight <laughs> hot garbage. Jimmy G throws for over 300 yards, two touchdowns, and a blowout win for the Silver and Black. Week 15, Chargers W. The Raiders beat the Chokers again in Allegiant to improve to 11-3. Week 16, Kansas City L. The Raiders lose on Christmas, but not by a blowout. I think it's going to go down to the wire in Kansas City, and I will come down, and it will come down to who can make the big game-changing play. But if we win, I'm taking a Merry Christmas plunge in a pool. Week 17, Colts W. The Colts are undergoing a painful rebuild, and this L makes them contenders for the number one overall pick. So, you, so you're welcome, Colts fans. <laughs> Week 18, Broncos W. The Raiders black out Allegiant and kicking the donkey's ass and send them back to the drawing board. Final record, 12-4. and four, AFC West Division champs, pack your bags. RFR crew, we're going to Vegas for the playoffs. Hey. <laughs> That's I love this email. That's all from this twin. Football season is back. Let Nashville hear it. Raiders! Yours truly, Daniel Mangus, proud made man, half of the reigning defending Gemini Man Award winner, Die Hard Raiders. Let's man. go. Nice, nice job. I love that. 12 and 4. Nice job, Daniel. Nice like job, it. Matthew. We got, got uh, the double, double mango. Double dip yeah. on the mango. Heck yeah, man. Like the double mint twins. <laughs> That's an old reference. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
Evening, everybody. I Hi. hope you're all well. We are. A serious but important start to my email this week. Next Monday is the 22nd anniversary of 9-11. Um, and as I do every year, I want to pay my respects to all those who were affected directly or indirectly by those events. Amen. I have absolutely no idea where those 22 years have gone, but I do know that when I see any of the footage from that day, it still chills me to the bone and reduces me to tears. People will tell you they can remember exactly where they were and what they were doing at the time, and I'm no different. There are many images from the day that stay with me, but the overriding one is the extraordinary bravery of the emergency services. As hundreds of people were running away from hell, they were running towards it. Incredible people, and they should never and will never be forgotten. Amen. Wow. God. That was yeah, an amazing never, sentiment there. Thank you. Forget. Thank you, Paul. Thank you. Okay, let's talk football because we're only four days away from seeing our boys take the field at the Colorado home for the bewildered. The house that. <laughs> <laughs> really the house good. that. I love Paul, man. He's the he's best. He's so, so damn good. He's the royal scribe for a reason. Amen. Well, yeah. The house that Mr. Ed built. The piss hole <laughs> in the <laughs> Wilbur Wilson. The piss hole in the mountains that is Mile High Stadium. <laughs> Jeez, Paul. And that stupid ass bitch on her white horse. <laughs> Oh my God! That's such a hold on. that's such a deep cut. That's a deep cut. That's a deep, that's a deep cut. cut. That's amazing, Paul. I'm nervous, excited, oh anxious, God. and ready to see us kick some donkey ass. Uh, I've held off till now with my season predictions because of a couple of positions, namely defensive tackle and linebacker. If I'm being honest, I was hoping for more to be done to fill the positions, and because I still see them as weaknesses, I'm calming my expectations or trying to. I stated a while back that I believe there are eight or nine games on the schedule that could go either way. And I believe that we will go three and three in the division. So with that being said, I believe we'll end up around the nine and eight or 10 and seven area at best. I do think we'll improve in a number of areas going forward, but I don't think we're ready for a playoff run just yet. We still have too many what ifs to deal with. For See, now. Paul, thank you. It makes a lot of sense, guys. Yeah, y'all are both wrong. I though. don't know. Yeah, I feel like keep he keep makes... keep dogging the friggin' Broncos, Paul. Yeah, yeah. Let's go, <laughs> go back, back to, to that. that. Let's go back to oh, paragraphs. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Same, same, Mary, same, 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 same. Mary Kate Nashley moment. <laughs> Mary Kate Nashley. I do think we'll improve in a number. Oh, I said that. We still have. to... Okay, I said that. I'm more than happy to be wrong, though, and you are, and we'll gladly eat crow if we hit the playoffs in January. One thing is for certain, when those guys run out onto the field on Sunday, I'll be ready to run through a wall for each and Let's every one. Let's go! Truth. Let's take one game at a time, focus on ourselves, and who knows, we might just shock the world. Four days, baby. Let's... Oh, God. Uh-oh. Let's try it again. Let's try it again. Let's go again. Four days, baby. Let's go. Stay safe, RFR family. Love you, Raider Nation. His Lordship, the Royal Scribe, Paul Edgerton, Shropshire, Mississippi. Polly Award winner, 2019-2022, Foggy Glasses Award winner 2020, BRT Sizzler scorekeeper, proud made man, five time, five time, five time, times two, plus one, plus one, winner of the Raiders Fan Radio BRT Sizzler Award. Oh boy, Paul! <laughs> Crushing it. Paul. 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 Paul.
Your name Paul? I, I can't, even as good as the Chiefs are nowadays yeah. and all that, let's go around the horn real quick. Like, I don't hate any other franchise. Maybe the Lakers are close. Dodgers are close. But the Broncos, for me, all-time hated. To, can't stand them more than any other team in the NFL. Chargers. Chargers for you. Outside of the division, the Cowboys. Oh, just really? Hate them, mother. <laughs> hate them. Yeah, you do. I stopped. <laughs> I just do. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It's all the way on a different panel. Outside I have to scroll over it too far. It really is Kansas City, but I think because that's who we're chasing. So that's like a, that's right. a given. Yeah, well, that's, that's yeah. a given. I mean, the for Chiefs, right now, for sure. Chiefs, yeah. Chiefs hate is just, is just the standard. But yeah. like for me, the reason I'd say the Chargers is just because because of the hype that they get. Not to mention that my family is from the San Diego area. Yeah, that's I, true yeah. too. Yeah. But, but like the hype that they get each and every year, man, and like... And like the two fans that they have are cocky as shit <laughs> yeah. about it, yeah. you know. And I'm just like, God, I, God, yeah. I hate that bump. I don't know. The R.I.P. By the way. Oh yeah, rest yep. in peace. Rest yeah. In peace. Yeah. yeah, the price is wrong, bitch. <laughs> um, <laughs> so um, I, I love it. Everybody and they're talking about their most hit. Chuck Raider says Steelers outside the division. I was a fan since oh. the '70s. I, okay. I don't know when you joined Chuck, but I was talking about that earlier. Mm-hmm. You go to old school Raider fans. The Steelers are the team that they absolutely hate the most. That's Uncle Mosh. Uh, yeah. My Uncle Mosh, that is absolutely the team that he that he hates most. And and he hates them because the Raiders used to get knocked out by the Steelers back then in the 70s. That's why I hate the Broncos. That's why oh. I, 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 sure. John Elway is my least favorite athlete in the history of ever. Because they were the ones that used to beat our ass. Exactly. And the Broncos were going to Super Bowls and then losing. You know what I mean? They weren't even winning Super Bowls. They were just going to Super Bowls. And then I'm even old enough to remember the Rob Lytle non-fumble, which should have been yes. our second freaking Super Bowl win because we just smoked the Cowboys in 77. Yep. And that's like that cost the Raiders the dynasty from that era of the Raiders of the early 70s. Yeah, I know we came back in 80 and, and then, of course, in 83. But like that era of the Raiders, yeah. the Stabler, Casper, yeah, Freddie B, like that yep. that era of the and it was the freaking Broncos. And again, it was very tuck ruly because it was the officials. It wasn't the Broncos that it was the officials that blew the call. But then yeah. they go and return to Madden afterwards and go, Oh yeah, hey John, sorry, we got that one wrong. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, appreciate that. A lot that. of good that's going to do now. A lot of now. good that's going to do now. Because yeah. I'm telling you. But anyways, yeah, man, I absolutely cannot stand the Denver Broncos. And their yeah. uniforms are ugly as shit. Hideous. Ugh. They're hideous and they're obnoxious. Like, oh, gosh. I, but I, Kansas City's uniforms are hideous. They're pretty bad. Too. Actually, you know what? And save me the whole, oh, the powder blue is one of the most classic things. That yeah, freaking Chargers uniform is ass too. The Chargers All and the, the Titans both have terrible. Terrible. Yeah. And it's ridiculous that like... <laughs> I meant uniforms, they but are, costumes. They are yeah, costumes. They are yeah. costumes. They're, they're, they're playing football. They're, they're not really yeah. playing. It's so bad. It's so, and it's such a contrast to the Raiders, which 
obviously have the best Raider, have the uni- best sure. uniform in Everyone all of football. Everyone wants to wear silver, silver and black. Everyone. Amen. Everyone's got a black alternate. We got the OG black. Exactly. Mm. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So yeah, there's just, oh man, there's so many reasons to hate everybody in our division. <laughs> there's so many reasons. So many reasons. All right. So enough of us. Assume. We should yes, do it just a, we could do this We should just day. do a hater ass episode. <laughs> And just talk shit about all the teams episode. we hate for various reasons. And let the chat just be haters with there's us. A lot of, there's a lot of other content creators that do that, though. Yeah, but this is different. Yeah. This, this is different. Because like, we don't I, usually do that. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, don't get me started. Like, we want to talk about, like, the Ravens. I hate the goddamn Ravens. Uh, I hate the Ravens. A lot. Yeah. yeah. I hate, like, so much. I hate Tony Saragusa. Rest mm. in peace, dude. But, man, you're... Fat ass landed on freaking <laughs> rich fat Ginn. bastard. <laughs> fat bastard broke rich Ginn and then cost us another Super Bowl. Yeah, I hate those teams. Fat yeah, bastard. Yes, freaking asshole, man. Yeah, yeah. we should have an RFR after dark where we just fucking oh. shit on everybody. <laughs> <laughs> no beep needed for that one. Nope. <laughs> nope. But I'm with, and I'm with you on the Cowboys. Like yeah. I, I yeah. mean the Rams. Yeah. Listen, anyone I hate that the dubs themselves Rams. the people's team or whatever the hell they America's call it. America's team. team. I can find a reason to F hate that. literally every other team. Well, for sure. Yeah. For the moment, well, that's why I they the said te- I hate the Texans. That's why yeah. it's us against the world, that's man. Right. Yeah. 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 I, I, yeah. You guys I hate have them all. America's team though. You're already ready. It's you so stupid. Yeah. Or like, remember they on. used to say that like, oh, there's a hole in Texas stadium so God can watch his favorite <laughs> football team play. <laughs> there you go. I, I'm with you, Michelle. That's I hate the damn Cowboys. You're so stupid. Yeah. Yeah, jeez, <laughs> ass, bro. I'm terrible. Gosh, man. Freaking football, Whoa, man. That's that's really. A we, way should to bring it. It we should do it. We should do it. We'll do that after dark, where we after just... dark, and do it, and we'll do it like in the off season. <laughs> yeah, and it'll just be yes. it will just it'll be the hate episode grievances where the we gr- just air. <laughs> our that's it. That's it. We'll start Come the show. In we'll, we'll play the autumn storm by Uncle Mosh yes. to start the show about all the things he hates, and then we'll yes. just we'll just it's yeah. just a hate show. Yeah, I love even show. off season, even some things that may not be maybe they're football adjacent that we have issues with. Hundred percent. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I mean, starting at Seahawks. There's an old AFC West rival. We can't say. Talk about ugly ugly uniforms. Oh, let's redo our uniforms and make them uglier. Mm. Yeah. This shit is who loves highlighters. It's not the Seahawks. It's not ugly enough. It's not. Yeah. Go uglier. Go uglier. Yeah. We want to skill. Jadis will have a lot to say about the Seahawks. Oh Oh, yeah. He'll call in for that. Absolutely, he will. Oh my gosh! All right. So speaking of Collins, thank you, Michelle, for that segue. Oh, um, so speaking of Collins, you can call the show at any time at 909-345-3346. That's 909-345-3346. And if we leave your, if you leave a message and we play it three times, we'll figure it out. If you leave a message and we play it three times on the show, uh, we refer to you as a made man or a made woman. And we've got a lot of made folks in there tonight, uh, all bunch made men. And so let's go ahead and start off by checking in with our good buddy. Uh, uh, CPA Joel, uh, CPA of the One Nation Foundation, and hear what he has to say. Hey, Michelle, Swag and Murph, this is CPA Joel, King Nerd of Raider Nation. Um, <laughs> I just want to call in and share a story. Since this year we are paired up with the NFC North as our NFC opponents, um, that includes the Green Bay Packers. Part of this reason for this call is that last week I went back to California to visit with my in-laws because uh, Phil Ilton passed away. He was a big cheesehead, um, really great guy, except for that fact, and uh, spent his entire life as a Lutheran minister. Um, so I had actually taken him to the Raiders-Packers game four years ago at Lambeau, 
because let's just say it, it's a really cool stadium to visit. Raiders fans, you should all go. We made a good showing. I, I would say it was about 15 to 20% Raiders fans that day. But I took Phil there uh, and his uh, his young niece and nephew that weren't so young because he was 84. They were in their 50s. But I took three cheeseheads to go see a game at Lambeau and watch the Raiders get brutalized and also see oh. uh, he who shall not be named fumble into the end zone for the second time in his career. One thing that I have to say in honor of Phil was that he and the rest of the cheesehead loyalty there were really, really great hosts which I'm sure it's easy to do when you're winning 42 to 17 or whatever the actual <laughs> oh, score was. Uh, one thing I did and one thing that every parent and every grandparent should remember is that football is something that you carry with you for life. Uh, I believe that was something for his family as it is for the Denning family, animal mother, myself. And uh, so I bought four Packers hats and for each one of his kids, he had four kids. He wore a hat for each quarter. Respect. He embroidered oh, that, their oh, names right on, on Joel. one, two, three, four. And then every day this or every week this season, I know they're all going to be wearing their cheesehead Aww. Packer hats. It's cool. In remembrance of Phil, who passed away in July. So rest in peace, Phil. Absolutely. Packers don't beat the Raiders this year. It's been like way too long since we beat them uh, handily. So hey, go Raiders! Screw the Packers! <laughs> Raider Nation forever. Goodbye. Yeah. Oh, what a nice respect, man. Yep. Good stuff. He's a good dude, man. That's why There's you're in our inner circle. Really That's right. Fun, though, about because we are old neighbors, our uh, Broncos fans. I remember when they moved in, and we were like, oh, yeah. we saw it on their car when they pulled up. But they become really great friends. So every season when we play Denver at home at their, you know, we go to his house and then he comes to our house. Oh, for fun. Oh, That's cool. kind of so, neat. That's yeah. Cool. So it's. I, it's really cool, like having other. We went, in fact, to the draft, the Nashville draft, with him and his brother, who's oh, a okay. Titans fan. So, like, he was a Denver fan. We had a Titans fan, and then me and Devin were the Raiders fans. But yeah, there's something really, you know, there. Football just brings people together. Absolutely. So, you know, you can have you know rivalries, and you can hate other teams, but having fan friends is like having an extended family. Absolutely. Yeah. Really you, know, cool. you know what? Yeah. And, and, and having turned the calendar a handful of times now, I've met yeah. a lot of different fans of a lot of different teams. And still to this day, like I've got a buddy that's a Cowboys yeah. fan. I've got a buddy that's a Colts fan. I've got a buddy that's a Dolphins fan. I've got a buddy that's a Bears fan. I've got a lot of friends of, of uh, that are fans of other teams. And we still, when it comes up, a, a, a one of the guys that I work with is a friend of mine, a big Panthers fan. If it, if the Raiders are playing the Panthers, we're talking shit to each other yeah. like it's our, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, and so and it's, it's always cool fun. to like hear from those people yeah. whenever those times come up. And it's cool because you're right, it connects us, and we can, yeah. like, I can, I hate the Broncos. I don't hate Same. Broncos yeah. fans per yeah. se, unless they do something or say something obnoxious. Sure, you know what I mean. But like outside of that, like, it just I'm. Like, if I can respect someone that's got as much passion for their team as we do ours, yeah. you know what yeah. I mean? And it's like, and frankly, we do passion better than any other fan base, yeah. if you ask yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. So if someone else is even close to that level, yeah. you got my respect. Yeah. You know I what have, I mean? Our friend, the friend I was just talking about, I have a, my, one of my favorite pictures is Lamont holding his son Renner, and he's really little. And Lamont's in Raiders gear because we're over at their house because they're playing at Denver. And Renner's in his little doll, uh, in his um, Denver gear, but he's got his iPad or whatever, and he's showing Lamont something. And it's just like, you know, he's sitting oh, in his sweet. lap yeah. as a Denver fan. It's just the, it's the cutest picture, but at the same time. 
I'll boo your ass. I don't care how old you are. <laughs> boo. I will. I in hot man and I will. But yeah, it's it brings people together football. Games. Who yeah. who was it that made a kid cry at a oh. tailgate? Was that you? It wasn't at a tailgate, but it was oh. at a party at Jeff's. And oh, that's I what it was. Oh, that's what it was. Wearing a tie. Oh, yeah, she Sorry, did. Yeah. Her pajamas. But you she know was... what? But hey, speaking of, speak, <laughs> speaking of my daughter. Hey, choices, Charlie. <laughs> hey, speaking of my daughter. You want to be like us? Or I, hey, I got to give. Right, I got. Oh, I do. Oh, I got to give respect. respect yeah. I got to give respect to my kids. So, uh, so over the course <laughs> yeah. of the last week, they've both had Jersey Day Uh-oh. at school, and they both in rock and Raider gear. Yeah. And so, I, I take my daughter to school every morning, and uh, every morning now for the past four or five days. She goes, hey, Dad, can we listen to Raider Colors by Too Short? I'm like, oh, hey, hey, and I got and I got a video. I'll have to show you guys off the air. Please. She can rap it. Okay. She's like she's like rocking out. She's Uh like, every day I stay the same. Looking like I'm going to a Raider Uh game. I'm like, like like the proudest dad moment of all time. Like, Uh, okay, first of all, I I need to see that video. I love that. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. (laughs) So good. Good job, Swaggo. That's good dadding right there. Raise them right, raise them raiders. That's it. That's it. All right. uh, All right. Next up, let's go to uh, our buddy uh, T Hom. And let's hear from T Hom. So he does a little bit of a bit here. For those of you that are familiar oh, with Statler and Waldorf from the Muppets, uh, this is <laughs> T-Hom doing those two guys talking about the game. What a mashup that is. The Muppets <laughs> and the Raider Bronco game. But hey, makes sense. with much respect, man. Yeah, it's here not Chiefs go. Week, is it? Right? Right, yeah. Ooh. The Muppets. Oh, and speaking of Chiefs Week, so somebody in the chat room was saying that you guys should start off every show by playing Uncle Mosh's um, oh. rant about the ketchup and mustard. Every we time do. we play the Chiefs, Every we time do. we play the Chiefs, we play the Autumn Storm. Yep. Absolutely. But all right, uh, here we go. Let's check in with T-Hom. You know, the Broncos are five-point favorites on Sunday. Does that mean they're supposed to win by at least five? No, it means the five is their favorite number of points to score. Oh, okay. Well, I hear Russ Wilson is no longer saying, let's ride. Well, he misunderstood him in the first place. He was actually asking a question. Well, how do the Broncos actually expect to win on Sunday? I don't. Because to be a proper Bronco, you know you have to be broken. Uh, speaking of broken, are the Raiders going to actually fix some things this year? Yeah. And they're going to start by fixing Denver on Sunday. This has been two old guys in the balcony on Raiders Fan Radio. Just win, baby. Just win, baby. Who said that? Who said that? Me. There you go, t Nice job, t Oh, my gosh. Too funny. All right, next up, let's check in with our buddy. I love this guy. We hadn't heard from him in a hot minute. Uh, He's down there in Alabama in the 703. Let's check in with our good buddy, Josh. What's up, fam? I ain't going to lie, man. I'm I'm so proud of Jeff. He had me worried. Yo, Jeff? I'm I'm a huge NWA fan, and he was struggling with that line. I'm like, man, he got to learn this. I have to call him like, what the hell, bro? (laughs) You know, it's just so synonymous. Again, the it's Raiders, the NWA, and everything. And it always makes me think about another line in from a song. Had to change it up a little bit for obvious reasons. Basically, it goes, real nation. Quick to get in your shit without a second thought. If your ass gets smoked, it's my bullet you caught. <laughs> so if you're talking shit about the nation in black, bow down to the king's right ahead. Man! the Broncos. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Attaboy, Josh. I love it, man. We miss those. Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's somebody. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's I always yeah, it's You a, got the button. I know, but I got to scroll over. It's always a man. <laughs> the 
There it is. Something. <laughs> but anyways, good stuff there from John. We love him. What? What? What, jackass? <laughs> you stupid man. <laughs> Shut up. Man. The something. <laughs> hey, don't tell us about your life. The something. Man. The something. Fill in the blank. <laughs> Shut up. Both of you. <laughs> Almost got me in cursing. <laughs> Jackasses. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> All right. Couldn't have said it better myself, Murph. Now on to the next one. We've got. We've, oh hey, hey, and much respect to uh, Chuck Raider in the chat who's just become a member. Absolutely. Hey, hey, so, Chuck. hey Chuck. So send an email uh, right after the show's over to uh, to Michelle at RaidersFanRadio.com yes. and she will send you one of these amazing, uh, unique, uh, what, do you, what do you call block, those? They're prints? block prints. Pr- block mm-hmm. print. Yeah. yeah. yeah they're, they're, the three of us are going to get tattooed mm-hmm. somewhere on our body yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah probably in November. Um, oh. Yeah. yeah. All right. Go. Uh, next up, let's go to our good buddy. He is up there in Alaska. He calls himself the northernmost Raider fan. He has killed Jadis, and he always calls in, or a lot of times, calls in with his uh, conversations with him and Macho Raider Savage. Ooh, yeah. Keep alive for maybe the job. It's the Macho Man Raider Savage. Your Raiders fan radio world heavyweight champion. And this is the most wonderful time of the year, RFR, with the refs still blowing and the fans are gonna be going to be chugging down some beer. Football season's here, yeah. A lot has happened with the Raiders in the offseason. We said goodbye to Derek Carr and hello to Jimmy Garoppolo. Garoppolo. Whatever. We signed Jacobs to a new contract after his holdout left us with a small heart attack. Hoo-wee. But you know something? I got a special feeling about this team. Yeah. This team is going to turn some heads and shock the world. They actually put us third to last on the list of being in last place. Well, to that I say that you don't bet on red on the roulette table. You always bet on black. And when I mean black, I mean the silver and black. Ooh, yeah. You're going to have us figure it out, don't you, main sports media? Well, the macho man, Larry Savage, is going to tell you that you're going to have to get yourself a giant spoon for the amount of words and predictions you're going to have to eat. Hope your bellies are empty because the Raiders are going to make you eat your words until you are sick of them. We have revamped our defense with a new rookie that's going to be Max Crosby 2.0. We got a rookie quarterback that's going to be the future. And if needs be, make take the reins from Jimmy G That if he comes down with another injury. The offense and defensive lines are stacked like a pile of flapjacks. And our new <laughs> linebacker core is going to make the tight end soar. While defensive backs and wide receivers are going to be screaming for more as they gather a score upon scores of turnovers and touchdowns galore. Josh Jacobs and Zeus are going to be running away with the rushing title. And they'll lead the league in rushing by more than a mile. It's like the chains of McDaniels has been cut off to where he can now fully display his own mastery. So don't you come at me with the no blasphemy. The future is so bright. I'm glad to wear an extra page of shades. Yeah. The Raiders are going 20-0 and win the Super Bowl. So saith the macho man. Shit this year. What? I said the Raiders ain't going to do shit this year. Why can't you just know? I am sick and tired of, of, why don't you just, why can't you just be positive? No, I am tired of getting kicked in the d- with aspirations oh, hey, hey, and possibilities. Hey, hey, hey. So you know what, Raiders? 
why don't you do what you have always done, and that is prove me wrong. You ain't going to make the playoffs. The best is you'll, that you'll do is go second in the division, but no playoffs. There. Kill Jadis 907 said it. Now it's up to you, Raiders. I dare you. I double-dog dare you. Prove me wrong. If you got the f***ing balls to do what I you don't. You missed so, one. Bring on. I didn't listen to it. Dogs. I didn't think it was going to curse. <laughs> Jeez, kill Jadis. <laughs> My gosh. Respect, dude. I never hit one that hard. That Jeez, was... no. That was. <laughs> yeah, that was. Live look at kill Jadis. Watch. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> that was how he looked right there. Holy oh my cow. Gosh, yeah. He reared back for that he one. Yeah, yeah, he went all in on that one. That was a he had, he that had was some a, soul behind that, that one. That was a haymaker yeah. there. Yeah. There Jeez, you go. Okay. Get you some of that. <laughs> all right. Sorry about that, guys. I did, should have previewed that one first. Um, all right. Jeez, uh, I didn't expect that. Um, okay, so <laughs> you're he supposed to bleep the. I'm, I'm trying not to proofread everything from you guys, man. Uh, uh, anyways, give uh, us a heads up if you. Yeah, give us a heads up at least. Yeah, <laughs> kill Jada. Sorry, got one he of says, those. sorry, ki- sorry, kids at home. I mean, it's it, it's been a two hour and forty three minute show, so you yeah. know. Yeah, I mean, the kids are already in bed at this point. Uh, that's right. Uh, better him than me. I'm glad he did it, and I did. There, there you there go. You, yeah, there you go. Hit that one hard. You um, might have hit one earlier. Pause. So. Oh yeah, yeah double yeah. whammy. Yeah. Both of y'all, both of y'all. I think, both, I think yeah, I think yeah. you're the only one that I'm hasn't the only said one it. Hasn't. Yeah, I'm about right. before the show's over. No, 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 you're good. <laughs> Jeff's is like, let me work and I squeeze one in. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. just get, get your get the kill Jada's face and rev it up. Go ahead. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I did it once. That was all I needed to do. I don't want to do this shit I'm again. Screenshot that. That's going to be the thumbnail for this show. Please, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. bastard. Please don't. I'm going to put hearts around your head and everything. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're so stupid. Uh, all right. All right, next up, let's cleanse the palate and uh, check in with our good buddy <laughs> down there in Houston. <laughs> cleanse the palate, yeah, cuz he don't he don't have he don't do F bombs. No, so he doesn't literally do F bombs. Cleanse the palate. Yeah, absolutely. Nah, but you know what we're going to do with this call. Oh my you're gosh. Damn right. That's right. It is our good friend down in Houston. He is Houston Raiders Steve. Murph Marsh Flag Jeff Nation. Hey men and make women. Let me ride that donkey, donkey. Yes. Let me ride that donkey, donkey. Let me ride that donkey, donkey. Let me ride Goodbye. Please. <laughs> <laughs> that last Let's go. Please, he meant it. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was like a like a desperation please. Like, please, please, please be good Raiders. Oh, um, anyways, a good stuff there from our good buddy Houston Raiders Steve. All right, so let's get on out of here. It's almost a three-hour show, uh, and but before we do that, we have to award a Sizzler Award, uh, which goes out to the best emailer or phone caller of the night. And so Swag Jeff has that. Duty. And uh, let us Duty. know who won. 
Absolutely, man. So we had a bunch of emails and voicemails. Thank you to everyone. A much, much respect to everyone that contacted the show. Uh, and uh, and if you want to do that, you can call us 909-345-3346 or show at RaidersFamRadio.com. You could do any of those things. Uh, and we had a slew of them tonight. Uh, uh, emails, we started off uh, Vegas Raider Pete, James Williams, Big Country, Hooligan Nation, uh, The Main Guy, yeah. and uh, Paul with some killer emails for sure. We started off with the voicemail. CPA Joel telling us a really awesome story from Lambeau Field. Much respect to you. Uh, T-Hom bringing the Muppet gold. Uh, Josh in the 703. Uh, Kill Jadis. That Macho Man is back, man. That's all we got to say. <laughs> and uh, Houston Raider Steve riding that donkey, man. Uh, tonight's Sizzler Award goes to a guy uh, that gave much respect to the crew and said, man, F the Broncos <laughs> or F the something. It is Josh in the 703. Hey, Josh. <laughs> Sizzler. 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 We are Metallica and we are here for your Oakland Raiders! You know why we are here and we ain't playing around today! From the Walking Dead to errant Jedi Knights, Raiders fans are a rogues gallery. with Garoppolo. We are truly the dog whistle of Raiders podcasting. If you hear it, you get it. You get it. Uh, all right, the intro music is hit. They're they're, they're playing me off the stage. Outro. Uh, but, yes, absolutely. Sure. God, I don't have another three hours. In <laughs> I know, right now. We got to tap out before Maybe three. Uh, appreciate everybody in the chat room. Swag Jeff, ch- shout them out. But before you do, thank you to everybody and all your amazing donations tonight. 100% of your money is going to go to the One Nation Foundation. It is officially football season. Let's go. Let's freaking go, man. Let's freaking go. Cannot wait for Sunday. Let's kick ass. What do you got, Michelle? Yeah, listen, listen. Football. It's go time. Sunday. It's, it's time. W. Let's go. Absolutely right, man. It is time for sure. Thanks to everyone for uh, for uh, contacting the show tonight, making the show what it was. Uh, thanks to everyone in the chat. Bugsy Raider, Len Show, DJ Lenny, Danger, Jay Jackson, Kill Jadis, Ty Davis, uh, Paul Edgerton, Wowza. Uh, let's see. Uh, Ron the Mater Raider, um, Chuck Raider, Storm, Trinidad. Um, let's see who else in there. Uh, Hooligan Nation, Len Show, PSP Raider at Loco Raider. Thanks everyone for tuning in to another episode of Raiders Fan Radio, where we take a lighter side journey into the dark side. Uh, much respect to each and every one of you guys. Don't forget what happens in Vegas, folks. It started in Oakland. Damn right. Let's go. We love you. Much respect. Hey, let's go beat some donkey ass on Sunday, bro. Please. Please. Much respect, everybody. Love you guys. We love you. See you next week. We'll be 1-0. Yeah, we will. You know what to do. Goodbye.